0: Welcome to Rem and Sam, we are back, back Rem. again, here talking about sports, life, we got a whole lot to get into, this might be, I've been getting a lot of complaints, you know, four or five hour pods, who knows, <laughs> this might be the first six hour, you know, just just cut out ever... a fourth of your day listening <laughs> to this, please. The
1: first ever Rem and Sam sleepover.
0: There you go. Just, it's an all nighter. Just, just turn it on. Put you to sleep, Wake up. Continue listening to uh, the end, and you're in. That's <laughs> that. That sounds like the plan. But um, this rundown is chock full right now. We got college. It's college conference weekend. Last weekend for the main teams to be picked for the college football playoffs. There and this year is a real, real doozy. Trying to figure out which we'll get into um, NFL. Of course we got to give our picks. Also, you know, taking a look over at Aaron Rodgers, do we think he's playing or not? We'll get into that. Some and, and, and NBA, you know, we we talk NBA is the number one sport we talk about. So we make a lot of takes and it's time to look at some of the receipts. What's going mm. on? We got to check back on what's going on and of course all the corners, we got plenty of content there, but right now the number one story Is you know, we got the game Pac 12 game going on, um, Pac 12 championship game, and you know, we'll give our picks and stuff. But we got to talk about the other game that was live that we were recording while it was Mm. happening last week. Other game that was pretty much the Big Ten conference championship, Ohio State at Michigan in Ann Arbor. Disrespect
1: to the Iowa fans,
0: and um, again. Ohio State, third year in a row, cannot get the job done. Rem, you were watching the game. You know, this is the game of the year, obviously, for you as a Michigan football fan. Just, just talk us to. I mean, duh, is it just now a thing that, like, Harbaugh, even when he's not on the field, he still has Ryan Day's number?
1: I mean, the thing, the the issue, and there's been a lot of things that Ohio State has had the upper hand in in the Michigan rivalry, especially this century, I mean, you know, they've dominated us up until the recent run here. But the Ohio State fans are now kind of starting to get a little bit feisty, like you're saying, with Ryan Day. And this happens in the game. I mean, this Harbaugh has had his own experience with this early in the rivalry, when again, like Ohio State was dominating. And if you go back and look at those couple of Ohio State wins over Michigan right before Michigan started this win streak. I mean, Ohio State was just killing them. You have the Dwayne Haskins game in there where they put up sixty plus. The next year was another fifty plus point victory. And you know, you were saying last week as well too while we were watching the game that you kind of think that Ryan Day is underrated in general. But I mean, you look at the record now; it's been really great against all of these non-top opponents. I think he's fifty-four and seven or something. I mean, it's something yeah, pretty close to that. Yeah, fifty-six and seven. Fifty-six and seven against the like the non-big games, but. Like you said, lost the last three to Michigan. Of course, he's lost a lost a couple of college football playoff games in there as well. So, I mean, you said you were under. He was underrated, and you know, he's he's losing to Michigan. So, I'm, you know, I'm I'm not like a not a hate Ryan Day hater per se. But you did say that he was an under underrated coach. So now that he has lost officially, like lost to Ohio or lost the rivalry game three years in a row now. Do you think he still is underrated at all?
0: Yeah, and I think even more so because it's it's one of the things where you got to look at the record. The whole body of work, he uh, has almost 90, almost, he's at 88.9% winning percentage. And like you mentioned, seven losses, three of them now to Michigan. Um, mm-hmm. One of them was also in the college football national championship I think that was the one with uh, against Georgia, one of their insane defenses and then uh let's see here the other one and then there was the Fiesta Bowl in 2019 um against mm-hmm.
1: uh, in the know, championship they lost to L- LSU
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that was against LSU, now now that let's see here college football national and that year. Or no, was, they lost to Georgia. No, George, that was George. Was that it? Georgia? Or was that I think it was Alabama actually? Is it? Why is this? Anyway, we're having a meltdown on national on, on TV here. Oh, okay. That's LC. Yeah, 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 It was against Alabama. Uh 2020. Uh Devontae Smith went off. Anyway. Um, but all that to say that you know, when you look at the whole body work and then Clemson the year before that um was the other loss against uh Trevor Lawrence. And then um uh, This was the Mac um, Jones game. Yeah, and then there was the the people where it was that last second field goal. Um, you know, CJ Stroud is hanging for his life. Anyway, so you look at all the games and outside of the Michigan losses, like those are pretty defensible losses. I mean, you're going against Almost all time great quarterbacks. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, an all time one of the best you know college quarterbacks we've ever seen. Yeah. You know, and um, and then uh, you know those Alabama teams and when Devontae Smith having you know Heisman worthy level of performances and things like that. So um while there obviously hasn't been perfect, but when you look at other teams, I think a good comparison was like Texas A and M. And when they were on now in the coaching, looking for a head coach and they had to go and they thought they were getting, I think it was someone Stoops, Tom Stoops, Bob Stoops, but they were, yeah, they were definitely getting a coach. They did not like. Yeah, it was, I think they had, they were, they were about to sign someone else with last name Stoops. I think it was Bob Stoops son. And instead they went out and got a do coach in Elko, who's a good coach. But he's not nearly as great and has a great record as Ryan Day. And so this is almost a point where you ask the fans, you know, would you rather have a couple of losses, not be even in the chance to win the college football playoff, but win the game instead of now being still in position to be for the college football playoff? They still made it. Uh, was it last year? Yeah, last year even though they got not even though they lost to Michigan chances are it won't happen this year again because there's just too many good contenders but to still be in you know close conversation I I mean I I as an outside observer would rather prefer that I think it's more wins in general and I think once the better teams come along to the Big Ten it'll show even more you know the difference between uh, a really really good coach and um, you know decent coach I think right now it's just such a big gap between the horrible and great that you know most of the year Ohio State fans may not pay attention but once the good teams come and kind of raise the just general play of of Big Ten then there's more room for gray area and it's easier to be like oh Ryan Day is really good it's just you know it's not just because he's playing against you know Wisconsin or whatever is in the Big Ten it's because he's actually a good coach and so I, I think there's not many – it's not only that of him being a good coach, but there's just not many options. You just can't go out there and get a coach who's going to almost have a 90% winning percentage, even if it is against bad teams. It's, it's just tough to do. So I, I think Ryan undervalued. And, you know, I, Ohio State's fans, it sucks. And he did beat Michigan a couple times earlier on. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he never lost or never beat him. So they need to chill. And um, I don't know, Rev, I mean, on your end, you kind of went through this with Harbaugh. I mean, would you rather, as a fan, you know, win the big game or be in a position to be for the uh, college football playoff, be in there?
1: I think both those things probably go hand in hand, right?
0: I mean, they could. I mean, yeah, but who knows? You get two losses, you know, two or three losses, and then but Ohio State, you know, they're someone's hurt, someone gets hurt in the game, and then you beat them, something like that. Oh, yeah, okay. So like, yeah,
1: two loss, two loss Michigan, but we win the game versus undefeated, yeah, maybe yeah, lose yeah. the game, but have yeah. a chance to. And see, you're asking me this now, too, after we've won three in a row versus, you asked me this, you know, three years ago, mm-hmm. I'm probably just more satisfied with winning the game. Also, just to uh, clean up the thing, it was Mark Stoops that uh, nice, texted him was going after, which I think is uh, Bob Stoops' brother, who has definitely blown up the coaching ranks the last couple of years with his work in Kentucky. And like you mentioned earlier as well, too, Pac-12 championship game is on in the background right now. It is Friday night. And with the way it's looking, you know, if Oregon goes down, the path for Ohio State to get back to the playoff looks a little bit more interesting. We'll see what happens in that uh, Florida State-Louisville game. But... You know, the other piece of this too, just like looking big picture with the Ohio State thing is next year. I mean, depending on what happens with McCarthy, you know, they could potentially be back in the upper hand in the quarterback matchup again in the game with Michigan having to start a new guy. You know, it could be a guy that's already there. Maybe Ojalari maybe one of the other young guys steps up. Maybe it's like Jaden Davis, a guy that they've recruited but he's still going to be a young guy. You're going to get McCord returning who was good this year. I think you know, he had his limitations, but got a year of experience should assumedly be better next year. So again, like he's been losing to Michigan. So I'm probably going to be a little softer on Ryan day, but for the Ohio state fans, it's got to be a little bit tougher because, you know, Ryan day is following urban Meyer and Ryan, Urban Meyer isn't just, like, obviously a great coach, but, I mean, we're talking about all-time, one of the arguably, like, maybe the 10 best college coaches ever to do it, and then just modern era, too, like, this century. Maybe, I I know, like, Kirby Smart's like a young guy still rising up, Dabo Sweeney, but as of right now, maybe the second best coach that we've had in college. I mean, you know, Saban's won up, uh, obviously, seven titles this century, but I think Urban Meyer's right behind him with three, So, I mean, just the expectation for Ryan Day as well, too, to go in and have to, like, follow the, like we're saying, the second best head coach ever. But Harbaugh on the other side of the matchup, like you were saying, had some of those issues where, you know, you can definitely have good runs, but you also have to be able to, like, establish a program as well, too. And Ryan Day was definitely having a good run at Ohio State, when uh, urban Meyer first left and maybe he was, you know, carrying a little bit of that momentum, but do you still think he's able to like establish a program in the way that he needs to over there? Like you're saying with the other big 10 teams coming in, like Lincoln Riley at USC, would you rather have like Lincoln Riley or Ryan day going forward?
0: Definitely Ryan day. I mean, I think it's been quietly underrated how consistent the teams have been for Ohio state. When you look at USC, I mean, it's kind of the season's kind of gone really downhill when you look over there, which, you know, may have something to do with the quarterback, but I mean, they're not even ranked. Am I correct on that? They were definitely in the
1: twenties, right?
0: Yeah. Let's see where they're at. They're a three loss Um, team
1: at this point. And I think, I think like you're saying, that's totally fair because these USC teams, I'm maybe they're not, as talented as the I'll Ohio State ranked. things, but that's part of it. Yeah, they might. Have, they they probably could very well not be.
0: Yeah,
1: especially AP versus a uh, college football playoff.
0: Yeah, they lost to UCLA like 38-20. So yeah, their their season definitely spoiled out of oh, yeah, control. They're a five loss team right now. Yeah, they lost their last three games. out uh, six four five of the last four, only beating Cal by one point. So. Yeah, let's just say their season really went downhill. Um, Yeah, which is, you know, like we mentioned, it's just, you know, their their division or their conference generally is better, which is another thing of, you know, Pac-12. Another thing to note is that this is their last year being together. And it's crazy to think that, you know, this is last year. might be considered their best year, especially since this championship game is the first ever time there's been two top five teams playing in it. Um, in the in the conference championship game, so <clears throat> it's crazy to think that you know their last year is the year they is their best year in the year they get dissolved. But yeah, back to USC. Yeah, I mean that's you know Linker out. It's gone definitely downhill, and especially when you see, consider how he you know made it such a superstar team. It was such a big move him from Oklahoma to there, and it's oh now he's in Cal California. Of course, it's going to move a level up, all the money and stuff, and uh, this is how it ended up. So. I, and I think that's another great point you bring up that Ryan Day has had to follow Urban Meyer. So he's had all this pressure and, you know, obviously with, with the last couple of years, you know, it's kind of, it is a bit indefensible, especially when he has Stroud that they've lost to Michigan <clears throat> so consistently, but you know, at least this year, he does have an excuse of having a new quarterback. You could see, you could definitely see the difference between McCarthy and McCord <clears throat> um, just the, just how the experience, things like that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I, I, I just think that, you know, Rhonda, while, while it's tough, you know, to have these losses over and over, you know, I, I still think he's a top five co- coach in college football. And it's really hard to find those.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think and like, we're like, I was kind of alluding to earlier. Like if you're Ohio state, just sit tight. If I could bet the money line for the game next year, at this point, I think Ohio state should be favored in that. Like I was saying with McCord returning, Especially you just think the amount of talent as well that Michigan's gonna lose to the NFL. Again, I know there's a lot of depth behind this team. I like Michigan's gonna be a competitive team in the Big Ten next year. I'm not saying they're not gonna be. Our ball assumedly mm-hmm. returns, but Hopefully. Having having McCord is a big advantage. And I think they'll definitely be in a good spot next year going into the game. I think Ryan Day will be fine. And like we're saying, like Lincoln, like Lincoln Riley was definitely like a, a darling guy. When you get that play caller and then he's able to recruit Caleb Williams to Oklahoma, get him to transfer to UFC. But I mean, Ryan Day has hit the recruiting thing probably just about as well as Lincoln Riley has. And Lincoln Riley got Malachi Nelson as well, too. So definitely a destination spot for the quarterbacks. And we know that about Lincoln Riley. But I mean, from a play calling standpoint, the offenses that Ryan Day is able to throw out there. Like, if 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 I could just, if I could give Harbaugh, Ryan Day's offensive mind, like, I'd be very, very tempted to do that. Because, you know, the offenses that he throws out there, like yeah. a guy like Lincoln Riley, you know, they're always super quarterback friendly. They always produce. They're always able to accentuate playmakers. And then on the defensive side, I mean, this team continues to be one of the top defenses. They always have at least top defensive playmakers. I know the stats might have been down a little bit this year. Comparatively, And I think maybe by season's end, they probably averaged out to have a pretty decent year. But you still got a guy like JTT on the defensive edge who is going to be like probably a top 20 pick in the NFL draft this year. So he's still able to get the defensive playmakers, still able to have the successful offenses. So you know, like you're saying, I mean, the, the, I mean, if we're just ranking guys, I mean, unfortunately, Harbaugh might be a guy that you take above him. I mean, he is in the top five, top six. He's in that conversation. And in terms of coaches that haven't won a national title, I mean, he might be the number one, right? The number one non-national title guy right now. Because, well, maybe I guess yeah. Harbaugh might be number one. But him, he might he might be number two. Because Smart's won one. I mean, Saban has his, obviously. Dabo has his, too. But, I mean, you know, Clemson the last couple of years. Is, is Ryan Day, like, catching Dabo to you at all? Is that is that a close one for you?
0: Um, I mean, there's still there's still the gap of you know okay. Clemson for a couple of years there was up you know, still right neck and neck with Alabama. And those were prime Alabama teams. But at the same time, you know, Dabo had uh he did have Deshaun Watson, you know. He's his teams were, I think, more talented um in the situation when you look at the linebacker play as well. I mean, those those some of those Clemson teams are I mean, to be right up there with. Prime Alabama teams, their the offense and defense for once clicking. Yeah, that um, defense, that
1: defensive line they had that one year is underrated. Yeah. Where they got like Christian Wilkins, Cleveland Farrell. I know Cleveland Farrell, fourth overall pick. Maybe it doesn't work out the way you thought, but they had oh, Dexter. Dexter Lawrence was on that line too. Maybe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that is crazy. That yeah yeah
0: yeah. So there are some scary teams, and yeah, the the way. It but was, yeah, I mean,
1: day is cool. Day is you, like right? in that. Three years, but in a like row. you're saying, Day's in that next group down.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, and he's definitely pushing to be up there. He's just, you know, it's tough to get people up to Ohio State. You know, He just had a problem of uh, losing a wide receiver, one of the best recruits, and they're going to Miami. You know, it's it's tough to get people out there. It's an uphill battle, but um, yeah, I think Ohio State definitely needs to be commended for their the way they um uh develop talent, and um I. I do think in this game specifically, Marvin Harrison should have just been used a lot more. There's no reason he shouldn't have had a Devontae. How many Smith receptions
1: game. did he end up having?
0: Like that, McCord didn't go to him more often is kind of inexcusable. Um,
1: but hey, I mean, like we like we said it during the game, he can only throw like three passes at this point.
0: I get it, but it's that's probably like if I'm looking well, at back, on a bit one tight end. thing he had five receptions, 118 touch or 118 yards,
1: but he should have like 12 catches. It should yeah. just be okay. There should be a possession where it's like, we're just first down every time is a screen to Marvin Harrison. It just, right. it is what it is.
0: I mean, especially when you're down big, like, I don't, I don't know. And that, it's not like, and I did think some calls went against Ohio state. Like, it's not like it was all, you know, but yeah, it wasn't a great day for them. Um,
1: it was close. They were driving at the end. You know, he gets yeah. pressured, throws a pick like they were in a position to win.
0: Yeah, So
1: they did. They did, in a sense, do obviously not everything right, but they did most of the stuff that they needed to to get themselves in a position. I, you know, they're playing from behind a lot. They're losing for most of the game, but they're still there.
0: Yeah. So,
1: wouldn't have been shocking, obviously, if they had won either.
0: Yeah. I don't know. People, people need to lay off um, Ryan day because the world without Ryan day, Ohio state without Ryan day is not that much better. And guess what? Then the reputation doesn't matter anymore. You know, like it, if you don't have the coach, you don't have the personality, you don't have the structure, like recruits are just going to go elsewhere. And it's just, it's just how it's been with these teams. You know, I mean, you look at Texas A&M, you look at um, other teams that have had good coaches, you know, it's just, it's not. It's not. Oh my gosh! I got a call from Ohio State, like the Ohio State. It's and so, yeah. Would I they
1: don't. even have to? They would. Who would they even have to bring in to make Ohio State fans happy?
0: Deion, like I don't even know oh, Dion? Oh my gosh! Not after that season he had. sheesh. Mm. What did they? How many one. ones did they ended up with? Four. Let's see. here. they? They were 12th in the Pac-12. They were worse. Nope. Yeah, four and eight. They were, one the, and eight they were in the, the, the worst teams. They finished with a six game losing streak. It's
1: tough. Worst team in the, the Pac 12 is tough for a guy Dion.
0: That's a yikes. That's a yikes. A lot. There were some close games in here too. That Colorado one. Yeah, they they didn't win a game since that Colorado, Colorado State. Rivalry game back in September.
1: Colorado State was their last win. Yeah, no way.
2: The, the...
0: Let's see. Oh, they beat Arizona State. They beat the Sun Devil. Okay, okay, but that was by three. <laughs> That's about it. So the beginning of October. So from October to the end of November, they their last moral two
1: victory. Months.
0: Two months. They they completed the no win November challenge, which hmm. thankfully not the only team to. Um, We'll get into that later, but (laughs) Ren, so we've had these last couple of games, you know, obviously the PAC 12 championship is going on right now, but you know, not taking that into account. How many, let's see how many teams are still in. I'm going to start at the top. We're going to go down and you tell me if you think they're in or not in terms of having a chance to still be in the college football playoff. You still think there's some shot on heaven or earth. They might make it because this list is not even going to go like, eight deep, I believe. I don't think it's, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Mm. So obviously Georgia, you know, Georgia has a chance. Obviously. I think Georgia is a lock lock. Well, I Am I lock starting they're...
1: with the hot take? I think oh. they're a lock. I don't, I think no matter what happens in the pack or in the sec championship, they're getting in the college football playoff. They're the reigning national champ. They've been okay. statistically, you know, top 10 offense, top 10 defense. And if, if they lose again, their only loss would be to a top ten Alabama team in the championship game. The resume would still stack up as one of the best resumes in the country. So, I mean, it, are they not? Are they maybe not the number one team if they lose? Maybe, but I think, uh I think they're a lock.
0: Yeah, no, I do, I do think they're a lock too. Um, it's just what team is getting knocked out at that point because you're you're putting in. You know, do you leave out of Florida State? Would you put two SEC teams over Florida State? Because yeah, I, still, getting I still haven't in, changed
1: my mind. I still haven't changed my mind on that. I think of if 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 I don't know if I'm skipping it in the list, but yeah, I think if Alabama wins, they're in. And yeah, again, I think Georgia is a lot. So two SEC so the is pack twelve.
0: Yeah, and then the pack twelve champions getting in, and then you guys are obviously getting in. So you just you leave a, th- and that's the question. Uh, is the is the is the uh, college football playoff committee has the potential to make play, college football playoff history if they leave out Florida State and they, if Florida State wins their conference championship because it would be the first ever Power Five conference cha- undefeated conference champion to be outside the top four, which is kind of crazy when you say it out loud. I mean, someone literally ran a table and the conference, and they they're not in the college football playoff. That's that's a that's a crazy thought to think about, so. Um, I
1: mean, maybe they're I would say they're five. I know that's that's no yeah. consolation <laughs> to the Florida State fans, but I mean, is that, is that,
0: five? Is that five?
1: unfortunately, unfortunately, the overall resume of top ten wins, like Alabama would have yeah. beaten Georgia at that point. Georgia would have beaten Old Miss. Missouri's a good team. Tennessee is a top 25 team and the Florida state resume is strong, but this is just an, un- this is just an unusual year. There's a lot of strong teams and this is why, you know, I think they were trying to make the move to the 12 team. It at least allows you security to get all of your conference championship champions in, which I think is a a big reason to make the move. But it, it's 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 just a strong season, and I think the I don't know if the Florida state quarterback injury thing is just lingering in the back of everybody's mind, but I guess well, uh,
0: Rottermaker might not even play tomorrow, so is that too Is that
1: the guy that's been
0: the been the
1: backup uh, for Travis?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: so this might just work itself out
0: I know. no, it really might it really might uh, they did so the... we
1: really need our guy Jake Plummer to come through tomorrow,
0: yeah Or something. today,
1: I guess when you it wasn't Yeah,
0: please, please do. Uh what's his face? LSU? The one win was against LSU, their first game of the year in terms of a that's really a win. great win. Yeah, yeah. They they beat them bad. That's a, you know, they're ranked 13th now. Uh they did beat, you know, Florida last week, which is that's a tough in Gainesville. Um uh, but, you know, I think in my heart of hearts, I think for the principle of the college football playoff. I think they'd put Florida State in. I, I I don't know if it'd be over Georgia, but I think I think they might. If if this Washington Oregon game gets close, they might knock out a Big Twelve Pac twelve team, the Pac twelve champion. But I I really do think it. They on the principle of being an undefeated conference champion, they would put them in. I I really do think they would if they went undefeated. Um, I Feel like the Pac twelve.
1: I feel like the Pac 12 champion is also a lock. Should I say that?
0: Well, that's what I, I don't know. I don't It's tough. The Pac-12 I mean, especially if, if
1: Washington beats Oregon. If Washington is, I mean, and you'll know the results of this by the time this, yeah, this drops. Yeah. But if, if Washington has beat Oregon twice, then, and yeah. they're undefeated, that's probably even a little bit easier than the Florida State one. Oregon's obviously yeah. totally out of it at that point. But if Oregon's a one loss team to Washington, beat him in the rematch. I think they are also a lock as well.
0: Yeah, I could. I mean, I think I think it would be Georgia would still be in it, but I think Al. I don't know. But then, do you leave the SEC champion out? I don't know. This is the tough part. Of so, having who do you like more between
2: teams.
1: between Bama and Georgia? If Bama wins,
0: I, I'd rather have Georgia in there. I do think they're a better team. You just leave Bama out. But that's the thing; you can't leave out the SEC champion. That's literally going against the rule of football. So. Georgia they might be, be undefeated, so they in.
1: wouldn't be breaking that history thing like you were saying.
0: Exactly. So I think I think Georgia would end up at five, and Florida State would be in. Really, I really – I think – I don't know. I don't think the – I don't think they would break history like that, but we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, so Georgia's a lot. I just don't know I, if you if can win. leave Georgia out. Yeah,
1: I just think Georgia is eye test, resume – I think they're the best team in the country. So if they lose, I mean, you can drop them to four, but can you drop the best team in the country out of the college football playoff with one loss?
0: But they lost. They they lose to Alabama. I don't know. It's it's tough. It's tough. I. And then we got to hear this Seminole fans complain the whole time. Okay, I mean, chances are they probably leave Florida State out, and it would be it would be a whole lot of ruckus, but. It would be I don't know. I feel I'd feel kind of I feel kind of sad for them, though. Uh, but yeah, well, Georgia... if there's any
1: year to do it. It's the year that DeSantis is running for president. It's the year they uh, are
0: <laughs> got other issues to worry about. Uh, quick side note, did you watch the what was it? The great red versus blue state debate on Fox or whatever?
1: Was there another debate?
0: Yeah, it was like Newsom, Gavin Newsom versus DeSantis it's kind of weird now that's my first like big thing watching Newsom while living in a state I'm like oh that is my governor. it's that's, that's kind of different is he um, still the
1: governor over there
0: yeah but was anyway, and he was actually the mayor of San Francisco that's how he got to put his name on the map are we allowed so. to watch this clip I don't I don't know might get in trouble it's kind of funny that it's on Fox it's kind of like yeah you're literally it's like playing on the Republican home field I don't know it's just funny because all the stats they're bringing up just show like make California look like a war zone and they're just like <laughs> they're just like hey the stats said this It's like well yeah just you're these two guys biased. it's funny yeah yeah it was such a biased debate I was like I don't even understand why Newsom went They just kept this... giving serving up home runs to Santas, and then both and then he has to argue with Sean Hannity and DeSantis in the whole interview. I'm just saying, no matter what aisle you're on, at least he was
1: monitoring, answer.
0: yeah, exactly, so they're like DeSantis is like, yo, well, look at the stats this yeah, it's... this
1: is a full court shot from our guy Newsom, but Hey, yeah. sometimes you got to <laughs> take them when you're playing for sometimes you sometimes the clock is at like point four and you've got no choice.
0: The it funniest
1: is what, it is what it is.
0: the funniest line he did have was like he was like, blah blah, blah. and neither of us will represent our parties. It's like, yeah, <laughs> who said he, that? It's pretty clear. And said that <laughs> it was like yeah. both of us know we won't hot take hot takes on Remington. and anyway, back to football. um. So, yeah, Georgia early again. Rem, you have convinced me. I do think, yeah, now that you explain it, I do think Georgia will probably take that fourth spot, even if they lose to Alabama and Florida State will be knocked out, I guess. But so Georgia is a lock. Michigan, can we just lock it in now?
1: I I think they're a lock because I just think there's, I mean, the thing is, Literally everybody thinks they're going to win so there is that but I there's just there's no way they
0: lose this game to Iowa. You, you said you're a little scared. You
1: well, like said I said, I'm a little scared cuz everybody is I'm scared oh cuz I'm God. so confident that we're going to win.
0: It's That's it's, what scares me.
1: It's the Big 10 I, championship and I've almost never been more confident that we're going to win a game.
0: Iowa's offense is ranked the worst in the nation in yards per play. The next closest is Kent State. And they have twenty-five more yards per game. Kent? Kent State. 25 more yards per game. I think Iowa was like Do what 254. Know, can <laughs> we
1: guess what state Kent State is in? I don't I don't even know, bro. Do you know where Kent State is located? Do we even know them their mascot?
0: Nope. What is I the Kent State Iowa mascot? Is not great.
1: Salem? Ohio,
0: Golden have you, Flashes. Have you seen the stats for? Are you are you are you sneaky thinking of betting on any of the Iowa Iowa bets? You know, six and a half points. There's some there's some interesting bets out there. Can Iowa even score? You know, there's some interesting minus odds out there.
1: Yeah, there's plus odds right now in Iowa under six and a half points, which is uh. Very, very tasty. Kent State Golden Flashes. That might be one of the most underrated mascots. Golden,
0: golden Flashes? Flash. That's funny. Is that good or bad? I don't know. I, I don't... It's like a bird. Oh,
1: interesting. Is the Golden Flash an actual bird?
0: Mm. It is. I feel no, like the not. Hawkeyes are just going to be seeing flashes of gold or more like... Flash is the maze this weekend. Wait, Cora is a gold flash. <laughs> they're just kinda <laughs> What what is your prediction on the score? You gotta got score prediction?
2: It's gonna
1: be the Iowa defense is good. And the, mm. the thing of the best thing, the best thing about the Big Ten championship game against Iowa, and the, I've the Iowa fans know that I believe this is the it's a neutral site game. If this game was in Kinnick... <laughs> If this game was in, like, Iowa City, prime time, late at night, super scary. The Iowa City home, home crowd always pulls up. Michigan has bad history of going in there and losing. But neutral site, Big Ten Championship. Michigan, I mean, you could just... You could also see the reaction from the team after the Ohio State game as well, To the, I mean, just the mission that you can tell these guys are on. McCarthy, the just... I don't want to say how calm he was after the game. I mean, you know, he's obviously beaten this team three times. I mean, every time he's been there, I know McNamara was the starter the first year, but all three years yeah. he's been there, they've won the game. Like they're, 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 I mean, they're trying to get back into the playoff, get redemption for that TCU loss. They're trying to win the national championship. So Iowa, they're they're hopeful. Hopefully, they they, uh, they see the big picture here and try not to let Iowa stop them. <laughs> So for score, I'm going to go, I think they get, I want to say they get into the thirties in this one. Mm. I know the the thing is Harbaugh is back too. So I think mm. the last couple of weeks, there's been some conservativeness with mm-hmm. play calling. And, and I mean, Let's they're always Harbaugh. been, they've always been a bit run heavy, but I think they're, they might open it up a little bit more. I'm going to go 33 for Michigan
0: Three for Iowa. Wow. Okay. Uh, the Iowa so three, far. Three through three? Iowa so far has scored zero points against ranked teams. And yes, it was only one game, 31 0 against Penn State. So I did know. actually,
1: because I was looking at, I was looking to bet that under six and a half. So I was looking at their, their game logs the last, since that game. And they have gotten to double digits every game since then. the two games after that, 26 20. I mean it's been you know 15 12 12 and it's been scores like that but the Michigan defense is obviously to definitely the best defense they've faced since that Penn State defense but I mean maybe the thing is there's always the end of the game so late drive they don't really need the playoff positioning as well too <laughs> I mean the shutout feels aggressive I know they definitely shutout. they're definitely they're
0: definitely going to shut out the second team, the second best oh. team in their division that they played against, the Northwestern Wildcats, they only beat by 3 points. And uh it was literally a last second field goal. Like they they oh, it no. was zeros after and the first. And they beat Nebraska pass. too last second. Yeah. Like this And is, they
1: beat Illinois in the last minute. So what's the score? Are they 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 going to shut them out?
0: It's going to be like Forty-five zero. I don't know. Forty-five. Forty-five. I think it's forties. This, this Iowa team, like, thank God I'm not in Iowa City anymore. This might be the worst ten and two power five team of all time. <laughs> and, you know, we might need no it Cooper to DeGene. pull up some stuff. But I think Iowa people, Iowa fans, got to admit too, like having not only the, just the close wins they've had time and time again against horrible teams. I mean, they only beat Illinois by two points. You know, Minnesota beat them. Like, this is, it is, and it's, you know, with McNamara out, it's Deacon Hill. It's been ugly. It's been gross. Um, and it looks like Washington is kind of running away with this game. Uh, just got into the red zone a couple of yards out of the end zone, up 10-3. So, looks like, looks like, at least one team is out the way for uh, Ohio. And Jane State.
1: Daniels going to steal the Heisman from Bo Nix. will
0: will see, We'll see. But anyway, uh, what's their face? So yeah, Iowa. It's sorry, Iowa, but it is ugly, and it's going to be an ugly game. They're going to Michigan for sure is going to score over forty points, and Iowa is not going to score more than a field goal. They love to punt. They love to punt. Corey um, Taylor. At three, I I'm gonna put Washington a lock. We think we have the hindsight, foresight. I don't know. We're seeing we can see it's 17 3 right now.
1: It's unfolding as as we're talking. Yeah,
0: it's kind of falling apart for Oregon here. Um, Washington fans are going crazy right now. I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough offense. I guess it's winning games. But anyway, I think I think Washington whatever is gonna probably is probably gonna win this game. And yeah, I think they're a lock at three.
1: Yeah, Washington's in. I think Georgia Georgia beats Bama, too. I know we're talking hypothetically yeah. Bama wins, but I also do think Georgia is going to ultimately win the game. I think it's going to be really close. I think it's going to be a good mm. game. I think Melrose is playing really well lately, and I think he could perform well in this game, too. But I do mm. think Carson Beck in that Georgia team is, I think they're going to get it done. So one, two, three, we have our
0: three teams. Yeah, and then are I, we gonna I, are we gonna know season. the college
1: football playoff teams by the time by next week? They're gonna announce it after.
0: Well, games we could on probably figure it out too. Like,
1: well, no, I'm just saying, I, is, they don't delay the announcement, do they? They announce I don't it. Think so. t- the Tuesday after. Yeah. Okay, so we actually can make official predictions then. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. Just double checking.
0: Yes, sir. Um, I was making sure we were cleared. We are so clear, Georgia, Georgia, Michigan,
1: go. Washington. Do I say Ohio State?
0: Wow, you you're in on this. Uh, in on in on this Louisville team. Wait wait wait. Well, before we move forward, Jake Plummer, baby. Before we move forward, uh, the quick note on Alabama. Um, we tried to I tried to tell y'all. I tried, I tried to tell y'all this, this Auburn game was going to be closer than people thought. And, you know, Milro, he, I, I think he had a, you know, it wasn't as great as it, as it um, should have probably been, but, you know, it's, they found a way last minute play to win. And um, let's see here. Uh, yeah. I don't. That
1: touchdown at the end.
0: Yeah, that was a great touchdown. That might
1: have That's been the play point. of the year.
0: That was that was a dime. Ball. That was a dime. Um, but you know, I don't I still don't think Milro has enough to upset Georgia, though. But yeah, it's know, a lot it's, to ask. Alabama, I think they're they're pretty much locked out, but yeah. I do hope he plays well. He's had, good, he's had a good he's had a good finish. We'll and, three, two, one.
1: And I think and and with Bo Nix too, if Bo Nix goes down, I mean he's not playing well tonight. I mean potentially again, if Bama wins this, I mean the Milrow Heisman candidacy is alive as well too. He's one of the few guys that you can still get odds on at this point. So for his That's sake, you know, his his uh his story has been really good, and uh I hope he I hope he plays well in this game. But like we're saying, I think we're in agreement that Georgia
0: is uh, gonna win.
1: So are you picking the Florida State win then?
0: I I don't know. If they're on their third stringer, I think I think Louisville might actually beat them and and then I think at that point I mean, you have the conversation Ohio State versus Texas, you know, where I that's the thing because with Ohio State, I feel like Texas, Texas is out. Even if they win their Big 12 and with that win over Alabama at the beginning of the year,
1: yeah, just because the two SEC teams are above them, Alabama's above them right now.
0: Uh, no, Texas is above Alabama. They're seven. Oh, really? Where's, where's
1: yeah.
0: Bama eighth? Yeah, Bama's eighth. I think so. They right, now, right now, right now, it's going. Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, Oregon, Ohio State, Texas, and Alabama. And um, if the game Pac-12 goes as pretty much as we think it does, you know, Oregon's obviously out if you know florida state's on the third string you know with rodemaker hurt um and they're they're it's probably gonna get shaky Louisville's a tough out you know yes they did lose last week but that's not an easy team to beat so florida state has a high chance of being out so that leaves ohio state and texas and we're pretty sure Alabama's gonna get knocked out by georgia so then it's a question you know does that alabama win at the beginning of the year you know, how much how much do we put in that over Ohio State's body of work? But it's a body of work against who, though. So I don't I think Texas winning the Big Twelve Championship, it might, it might just be enough to put them over Ohio State and put them in that fourth spot if Florida State loses.
1: They win it convincingly too.
0: Yeah. It's do they need to blow them out? They they need to have a great game. Yeah, they need it. They can't. We're I mean, talking me into to, it
1: if they blow it out.
0: Because I mean, oh, who did Ohio State play this year? Like they played North. Well, there's a Dame, there's a Penn State but, win. There's a Notre Dame win. Let's see here, but nothing quite like Alabama. But in, does Texas have in in a Tuscaloosa, second win? Right. Yeah. Well, that's the, what the Big 12 championships for, I guess.
1: So that um, would be the second win. Yeah. Do they have a third win then?
0: Yeah, not really. Let's see. The Big 12 kind of.
1: This is our audition tape for the itself. committee
0: right here. Eat itself alive. Let's see. Here. Yeah, so. Because they lost the
1: Oklahoma game, unfortunately. Oh. Kansas State was ranked when they played them. That's the one loss. And Kansas was ranked when they played them.
0: Mm hmm. Kansas
1: is 14. a good team.
0: We take Shout stock out. in a Kansas win. Shout out. Yeah, that was in Tuscaloosa, so that win over Alabama in Bama—that's crazy. And yes, Alabama's a different team now, but you know, with two-loss Alabama isn't getting in. So, I—I I think, you know, I do think Texas deserves to be in there because I do think, <laughs> looking at you, Michigan preseason football games have to matter. I think you gotta you gotta schedule tough, and you gotta reward a team for scheduling tough and winning them. So,
1: Oklahoma State has some good wins on the year, too. They beat Oklahoma, they beat Kansas. But their two, lo- their two, their three losses this year have been to South Alabama, Iowa State, and oh, UCF. Gosh. Tough not, for our,
0: for our Cowboys! Not South Alabama.
1: <laughs> so, is this even a quality win for Texas? If South Alabama can do it.
0: You really just want to beat Ohio State again,
1: or running back? I love running back, baby.
0: Oh gosh, no, I, I think, I think Texas deserves to be in there. If, they, if Texas
1: uh, says they're starting Arch Manning, then I'm all in. Uh, no, Arch we'll Manning college football playoffs.
0: Wait, did you, no, you make I a pick don't. in the Louisville
1: game? You didn't make a pick.
0: Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I mean, if if Rodermaker is not playing, okay, I'm, you're I'll picking go Louisville. Though. I agree. I'll pick yeah. Louisville.
1: And did you pick it officially? Make your fourth, fourth playoff pick. Then
0: you picked. Yeah, yeah. So Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Texas.
1: Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Texas. Yeah. Ooh, Texas in the college football playoff for the first time. That'd With be nice. Michigan in the college football. So Georgia, Texas, Washington. Michigan, Michigan. Washington is going to be a great game. That's a scary game. That offense is a scary, scary game for our team. That's a fun yeah, college football Oregon, playoff. I think it talked uh, me into it.
0: Oregon just punted it again, down 17-3. They just got shut out again. It's, it's definitely looking like Washington is rolling to a... We're going uh, to right, be playing Washington.
1: You're yeah. right. We're going to be playing Washington. Holy cow. Michael Fenix is a lot better than anybody we played in the Big Ten, I'll tell you.
0: <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm At getting it's, nervous. It, it's crazy. It's crazy how bad Iowa is. You just you know you just start planning for watch like, <laughs> huh, you No, know, that's true. Funny. I forgot we have a game tomorrow. Focus. <laughs> anyway, um, any other uh high high hypotheticals you wanted to go through or? I uh, Georgia Michigan. Texas. What does that mean? <laughs>
1: Georgia Texas would be a fun game too, hypothetically as well. Yeah, that'd be a that'd be a good matchup. Quinn Ewers, Carson Beck. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: I feel bad. like that Oregon might be our be best.
1: That might be our best top to bottom college football playoff we've had. I'd have to go back and look at the years, but and I know TCU. I know TCU did get the win last year, but that was an upset win. Yeah, the Georgia championship game. I mean, proved the gap
0: in yeah. those teams, but. I
1: mean, you know, like Cincinnati has snuck in before.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. There's
1: been a couple of like weaker conference champions that like you're saying like they haven't left out an undefeated regular season comp- conference champion. They've set that precedent, but I mean, the the resumes have stacked up where like we like we're kind of I mean, the arguments are deep for a lot of these teams. Like, I mean, all these teams are going to earn their spots and the games are going to be competitive and I mean, Texas, Georgia, if Georgia gets upset, if Michigan gets like if chaos happens this year in the college football playoff, I wouldn't be shocked.
0: Yeah, Quinn yours? I mean, he took down Alabama. Could take down another SEC John. in Tuscaloosa. Know. Yeah, that's I mean, that's that's crazy. Um No, I'm excited. I'm excited for for this weekend, for next weekend just to see, yeah, I'm really I'm the game I'm probably most excited for is the ACC Championship because if Florida State wins, it's just going to get so much, so much a bigger headache for the playoff committee. But I think the committee might take into account that they're on their st- third string, which then you're like, you are knocking them out because they just, they did what they were supposed to do and won every beat, every team in front of them. I don't know. now we're getting, now the we're going back headache, down the rebel.
1: The biggest headache for the committee would be Bama, right? Because if, if Georgia wins, Georgia, yeah. If Georgia wins, if Florida State wins, then I mean Florida State just takes the Texas spot, right? We just both put Florida State in over Texas. Georgia yeah, Florida undefeated, State Florida wins, State yeah. undefeated. You know. And I'm yeah. not gonna lie, I kinda do now that we're t- now that we've talked it out, I kinda would rather see that Texas Texas game.
0: Yeah, like honestly. Georgia.
1: Be a little more interesting.
0: No, for sure. I mean, whoever's is back there for Florida State's gonna get eaten alive over few Years, so <laughs> It's yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Also, will be. I'm very interested if, man, Washington could go up twenty four three here if they score. Another Teddy. Anyway, I feel like we've broken down this enough, but we've given so real quick to the people. Rem, who is your top four college football playoff for this football season?
1: Georgia, Toronto Michigan, four. Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Texas.
0: Okay. You yeah. talked me into it. We're we're exactly the same. Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Texas. Um, and the Washington part is definitely working out. This offense is cooking right now. But, I'm, um, but, I
1: mean, I'm saying that, obviously, we're watching the Pac-12 champion. I'm not going to lie. If you would have asked me this morning before the game, I probably would have said
0: Oregon. I mm, would have picked Oregon. Interesting. Yeah, I definitely – I think I might have leaned Oregon, too. I thought their defense was going to be better than this. But, hey, I guess the last one wasn't a fluke. Um, mm-hmm. Moving on to NFL, something that we're wondering if it is a fluke, Aaron Rodgers back out in practice. I think they said 73 days, 79 days since he last had, since he had his injury, and now he's out there making throws. Rem, how much, you know, we don't need to get that deep into it, but how much percent chance do you think this is, of him actually playing because isn't there a 0.4 chance of the Jets making the playoffs? They're still in it, right?
1: They might still be in it, but I'm looking at the standings right now, and unfortunately, I just don't think he's gonna have the opportunity because they're, they're second to last in the AFC. They're <laughs> they're they're four and seven on the year, fifteenth behind the Titans. The Chargers are at 13th. So it's a long road back. I mean, the the whole Tim Boyle. Zach Wilson drama but honestly like I don't know I think if they were in the mix I do think he would play
2: Mm. I don't know I don't know
1: what he's doing I don't know what's been going on but I mean he's not just talking and I mean he I guess he has been known for just talking in the past so it is a possibility but you know I, I I mean he's doing there is some under the table type stuff <laughs> some medical stuff that's going on again rogers Sometimes. been known to do some stuff medically i'm not even criticizing what he's doing i'm just saying i do think that from a health standpoint if the jets were in a position where they needed him i do think he would give it a shot but i mean maybe he's just talking because he there is no actual chance is is he just talking because he doesn't know because he knows that they're not actually going to need him
2: Because I he just think... sees
1: the record at this point and he's like well I can say that I'm going to play, but by the time I'm, I can just say like week 15, oh, I'm ready, but maybe. Is is that just what he's doing?
0: I think he, he, I think it is one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to pretend I can play, but I'm not actually going to have to play because our team is so bad. It's just, it's just how it's been this season for this team. And, you know, looking at Tim Boyle out there, I don't know. Maybe I'd take Rodgers on one leg still um, Mm. over Boyle, but. Uh, it's it, it is interesting in terms of a test case of how soon you can return from an injury with modern technology. And, and at his age, yeah, and it's crazy to see him out there. I mean, they you know they are four and seven. There's there's no way they're the second worst. Are they tied for the second worst? Oh yeah. So there's because there's a couple teams at four and seven. So
2: yeah, Titans um, charters.
0: Yeah, and I think they're back again. Right? Because there's a five and seven team. Yeah, I think they're Raiders. Yeah, so they are back again. Um, oh. <clears throat> or they they had their buy. So who knows? I mean, you know, it's still it's the part of the season where <clears throat> there's still an outside shot of literally anything happening. The head of NFC South is so bad that if the Panthers win out, the Bucks I think be one or two teams and then lose the rest of the season, and the Falcons and the State lose every single game. There's a world a reality craziest reality ever where the panthers could host a playoff game <laughs> was that was that a post yeah Did i see that not, post yeah i mean you just look at the standings like they it's still what 6 7 games left they there is a world where the panthers could host a playoff game because
1: this has to be the last week that that's possible right if they yeah, lose this yeah, week it they have the to be week. out okay okay was just saying they one win.
0: If they lose and the Falcons and Saints both lose, though, I think they're still in it. Like they're still in the mix. That's insane. The Falcons lead the division at five and six. It's literally a losing. They're below five hundred. The it's it's wild. Um, they're but, still there.
1: They have one win. Five and six still seems like a long climb from yeah. one and whatever they are. One and ten, yeah. One and ten.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, which one led me to one to lead me to, you know, how bad is it down bad for the Panthers, you know, and Bryce Young, do we, is there, I mean, so the Panthers decide to fire their head coach. They don't even have their first round pick. I think they might have fired some other coaches too. And, you know, when you see how Bryce Young has played this past year, I don't know. There's been some haters coming out saying they kind of saw this coming. You know, he he was a guy, cl- guy who showed up in big moments, but he's not, you know, nothing really special beyond that. Rem, why should we still hold on hope to Bryce Young? Because, you know, I, for one, didn't really have him super high. I, I wouldn't have picked him number one flat out. Um, I do think that there is some special talent in there. He's shown some special things. But well, was that just because of the team he was on? He was around special people? Does he need to be on a loaded team, all-star team team to at Bama? show greatness? You know? I mean, is it because of I how good know, I wouldn't a team, call was the team
1: I wouldn't call the team at Bama he was on loaded. I think the thing that made Bryce Young special is he was carrying that Alabama team. Bryce Young, time and time, at the end of these, these games, was putting together these game-winning drives, was being clutch. I mean, it was that clutchness and that presence and all that. You know, the the pedigree stuff that we talk ourselves into that is what got him picked number one. Problem is he's just physically like a smaller guy. And Ooh. I I do agree with you that and I mean you can check the tapes at the time of the draft, like we would not have taken Bryce Young with that first pick, but yeah. I would have I if we were a team or I was a team, you know, I would have drafted Bryce Young relatively high. Like I still had him as the third QB on my board. Stroud and Richardson were, you know, back and forth one and two, but I, you know, he was still above Levis. He was still above the other guys. And I still have stock in him to be an NFL quarterback. And if, if you just look at the Frank Reich history, like, you know, the, the history, the, the quarterbacks that he wanted to get in Indy were like these old veteran end of the rope guys you know, him and Ballard were just going like they was, you know, I the luck thing happened too as well. But you know, Rivers, Matt Ryan, they had the Jacoby Brissett season. They went after Carson Wentz when his stock was at an all-time low. Like it just I is Frank Wright the guy that is gonna develop a young quarterback. So yeah, we might have Bryce Young question marks, but just in terms of a coaching move, I don't know if Frank Reich is necessarily uh bring him in develop a young quarterback type coach maybe he's still a good head coach a good offensive coach maybe if he gets another shot he still does a good job and maybe he does need a veteran more experienced guy but I mean that's what he's shown to work with he's never really shown that he's a guy that is like a developed young quarterback type guy and offensively just some of the power run stuff just I don't know if this offense, if like a power football type offense was necessarily the best structure that they could have put Bryce Young in. I mean, running the football for a rookie is always a good thing too. But uh, I, I think long-term, if you are just in general trying to bring along a young quarterback, I don't know if Reich is the perfect pick for that. So, I mean, taking the Bryce Young question marks out of it, I do think that going in a different direction in the head coaching position is still a smart thing for this team to be looking at.
0: Yeah, it, I, you know, this is where people might be even questioning um Tepper, you know, whether there's something up with him. I mean, he couldn't even say Frank Reich's name right when he was firing him. You know, it was there's there's uh there's some questions about the the owner himself and I I, I don't know. I mean, it seems like, you know, there's just not not a lot of respect for their past head coach you know who's whose fault is it really who's who where's the blame pie here um but i think for the panthers you know for this season it's just you know try to salvage what you can it's it, it, i really feel bad for carolina pan, fans cuz you literally like it literally can't get worse than this you're 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 bad you can't get the benefits of being bad, and now you don't even have a head coach. And now you're, you know, your quarterback, I suppose, who you know has all this talent. You know, the, you know there's potential in there, but he's just so small. And you know, the, I mean, he's, I think he's shorter than me. Um, and so it's just. It, it's Would you tough. have to it, cut
1: to fight Bryce Young? Would you have to no. lose weight to fight him?
0: I don't think so. Let's check what's Bryce Young's height and weight.
1: And I had forgot to going back and looking at the Frank Reich history that he had. So he actually started in Indianapolis in 06. So worked with, worked, I guess, in a sense with Peyton Manning in Indianapolis. And then in San Diego, it to, was there up until 2013 when he went to San Diego to coach Philip Rivers as well. So he'd worked with him in San Diego. That's why they had gotten him in Indy. Obviously they had gotten Carson Wentz from Philly because Frank Reich was there in Philly as well too, but 5, 10,
0: Bryce, 205. Do you think you could take him
1: two hundred
0: five? Yeah, it's
1: a little thicker than I thought. I get is that that from the combine? I remember he did bulk up during the combine. I don't think he plays yeah, two hundred five exactly, but he could get to two hundred five if he wanted to. Rice Young yeah. can fight light heavyweight.
0: I don't. And then it's the question Is it even his fault? You know, that doesn't have a great team around him. I don't know. It's. I'm not. I'm not. So are a you out on Bryce undersized. Young
1: as a starting level quarterback?
0: No, but I am out on him as a star, as a Maybe. someone who can carry your team. He could make a Pro Bowl. I think he can make a Pro Bowl.
1: What's the upside comp for Bryce Young? I, You know, you have to make a player like, comp, but like, what's the. What yeah. level do you think he could get to?
0: I think. He could he be Brock cool... Purdy. Yes, yes. I don't think it's that bad. I think. Oh, so he could be Brock Purdy. He could. I think it could be like a Justin Herbert kind of level. Oh. You know, I think that's his upside. You know, in terms of being able to be aggressive, launch the ball. You know, make some plays. Um, but in terms of like the low side, it could, it could get ugly quick. Like Herbert's
1: like a top five quarterback.
0: Top seven quarterback. Yeah. It is top seven. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I mean, he has the, we've seen the talent, like you said, at Alabama, So you still
1: think Bryce young could be one of the seven best quarterbacks in, in the NFL at some point.
0: I think he could play like one. I don't think he can consistently be one week after week. It's like Kirk cousins. I think like Kirk cousins at times has, you know, games where he's like, Oh my gosh, this is a top five guy. But you know, and then the next week he just gets down. It's just, you know, unless there's a stellar O-line for uh, Bryce Young to protect him, if it, even average where he's running for his life, him being small, it just has to count for something. It, it just does in a league that's so huge. Him being average size is, is is something. So I think for him, he has the talent to be a top five, top seven quarterback in the league where he'll probably end up you know, I think he'll, if he, if he, if this Panther, if Panthers are able to get some talent around him, probably end up being like a, you know, Phillip rivers kind of, you know, mid, you know, Matt Ryan, you know, I think Matt Ryan would be a really good um comparison where he could put up a lot of stats, but is he going to really win games? You know, you have a team that can pressure um pre- pressure uh him, you know, you, you hit him a couple times and, you know, is it, is it someone who can fold, but yeah, I think Matt Ryan would be a really good um, comparison where, you know, sometimes he had great games and sometimes it's just, just bad.
1: So you're saying Bryce Young could win the MVP. Bryce Young will be the MVP of the league someday.
0: Yeah. But he's, it he was like a Matt yeah, Ryan MVP. Like that. It's because of his stats, you know, it was like, Oh, but you know, like, did anyone think Matt Ryan was the best quarterback in the league? that year? Like,
1: It's just the, the funny thing with some of the, some of the young or some of the smaller quarterbacks that we've seen is like you know Russell Wilson is like a baseball guy, and Kyler Murray is also a baseball guy. Mm-hmm. and I'm trying to see if Bryce Young has some baseball in his background, and it I'm I not so.
2: fine
1: I'm not finding any, and you know that baseball thing matters when it in terms of the arm strength mm-hmm. where you know you got Kyler and Russell are able to you know throw, yeah. Maybe, Pro level baseball amount. The Bryce Young arm strength thing might be an issue. And again, I still have, I still have stock, but it might be a problem.
0: And Russell Wilson is huge. You know, he's a big guy, and (laughs) he—that's you know—that's why he's been able to win a couple years. I mean, no, he is a big guy, but um, you know, I think with Kyler, you've seen the injuries that he's taken. You know, closer to his. Um, closer to his kind of level, but you see with Kyler, like he puts up stats. He was an MVP candidate, you know, a couple of years back, but <clears throat> he just hasn't been able to stay healthy because of his size. And then you know Russell Wilson, of course, you know had the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl, wasn't another one. And uh, but he's definitely a bigger guy, able to take bigger hits, and a little bit taller. He's like six one. So oh, we're getting it in here. Oh, what's going on? What's <laughs> was yikes let's see Russell well, do we have to blur the search just keep um
1: this headline says yeah. NFL analyst Russell Wilson quote looks a little chubby yikes from
0: 2022 yeah I lost 15 pounds uh going into the second season
2: yeah <laughs> I'm crying
0: five eleven I don't know you just yeah, he's he was at two thirteen. So Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm.
1: Wait, Russell Wilson is he's at two thirteen now, or he was?
0: I think I think it is supposed to be.
1: So Russell Wilson right now is supposed to be like less than ten pounds heavier than Bryce Young. They what? Russell Wilson right now is supposed to be less than ten pounds heavier than Bryce Young.
0: Russell, wait, Russell Wilson right now is You're supposed to be. You're saying he's 213? I think, so. I think he is. That's what they are saying in August. I don't know if it still is. You know, it changes.
1: Nobody's um, messing Washington. with these NFL numbers. I don't think these are accurate.
0: uh uh-uh. Washington goes into halftime up 20 to 10. It's a good game. Uh, we'll see. I, I, You know, Russell Wilson, like you mentioned, ball, baseball player. Um, he just feels like he's a stronger guy. When you watch him, you see his build compared to Bryce Young. I just, you know, I'm
1: I'm I'm still glad to hear that you have stock though, because I know that I'm still sold on him from the draft, and you you were a little bit down on him. So you know, somebody that maybe wouldn't have taken him as high can still can still view him as an NFL starting quarterback. That's a uh, good to hear. You know, they'll get some. They'll get some offensive line pieces in the future, hopefully. And they still they still have some talented pieces there on defense. So I do think it's still a good situation for Bryce Young to be in overall. And I do think that the head coach is uh, potentially a good move for this team. And I, I kind of like the intern guy that they have in there. I was watching some interviews. I think he's going to yeah. get the group fired up. I think he'll be good for the team. So it'll be interesting to see where they go next because you know, Frank Frank Reich was like a quarterback focused co- coach, like we were saying. And a lot of times with these coaching changes, they go the other way. You know, they'll bring in a bring in an offensive guy. Oh, well, that didn't work. Let's try a defensive guy. But like we're saying, Bryce Young is still, you know, he's this. we're still in his first season going. They don't have their first round pick going forward. We're still going to see what that wants to be. So they're still going to have to go like offensive quarterback focused type coach, right? Like if that's what we want to see from this team.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, they're definitely going to have to be, um, they need someone to help out Bryce Young. Cause I, I mean, you know, the confidence can't be helped by getting slammed into the ground over and over and taking all these losses and they probably need a long-term plan. I mean, you know, just figuring out how to build this team now that they have what they think is their cornerstone who hasn't looked great to say the least, but it's not like he's being put in the best situation and yeah, I don't, it's, it's tough because without their number one pick, it's, you know, what, what are you even, what are you even playing for?
1: <clears throat> well, I mean, they're not playing for anything, but they're, exactly. you know, I mean, that's, that that's kind of out of the question at this point at, uh, yeah. 15, but the Bryce young thumbs up are good. Bryce Young, thumbs up for good. I think that's still really? good for Panthers fans to hear because, like, I mean, they've they they they've sacri- they sacrificed not just the pick, but, I mean, DJ Moore was involved. He is a guy that, you know, if you have him right now in the mix, he's a good player to have. So they gave up a lot of pieces to get Bryce Young. So the fact that there is still hope for the Panthers fans, I think is a good thing.
0: Yeah. No, there's something. There, there's a glimmer, you know. At least you have a. Young guy there, so we'll we'll see at least at least something to build around. Uh, but that takes us into our picks for the week. Um, <clears throat> week what week are we in now? Thirteen uh, week thirteen. You're getting we're getting there. Unlucky thirteen. I don't know. Rem, was it lucky? Who, who for? Who was who got the luck last week?
1: Well, it was a dramatic comeback the week before. Pause by team Rem. Leap down front by a point. I feel like it's kind of like in every other thing so far with you, Sam. This year, it's been mm. kind of a slow week followed by a heavy hitter week, nearly a perfect week. None wow. of us have done it, but only one game wrong, and it was the two point game, a low stakes game, Saints over the Falcons. Falcons ended up taking that one. I got two games wrong, but I got my five and my four. Texans over Jags, which I ended up switching last second. And then Browns over Broncos. So Team Sam ended with 19. Team Rem ended with 12, putting Team Sam up 176 to 170 on the season.
0: And you got lucky there because that Bills game, I don't know. The Eagles were starting to look shaky. Went into overtime. I, I don't know. I was. I, was I think they were still the better that.
1: team. I picked the better team, and I still think they were the better team. It was a they good were. pick,
0: no, for sure. Eighty-eight and
1: fifty-five combined record
2: on the year.
0: Still, still up. No, that that build game. I was watching it. I was like, oh, is this gonna be a second? Second. That was gonna be bad. That was gonna be tough. Yeah.
1: I could. I don't uh, know if I would have been able to recover.
0: But but yeah, we're back in the lead. And this week I will go first. Mm. Um week thirteen. Let's see here. Let's pull it up. What do we got? The Cowboys game. Now all of a sudden Dak Prescott is an MVP candidate. Are we are we being for real guys? Um, but let's see. I've seen people pretty them. much done the side by side with Mahomes being like, oh, like, oh. Okay, have, have you actually watched these Chiefs games? Um Let's see. Or the last five years. Yeah, either one works. Um, man, Joe Flacco is probably going to start for the Browns. I just saw that. That was that's a. What happened
1: idea. to DTR? Is he still out?
0: I think he might be. Also, Commanders have continued to fail me. I just, I can't, I can't, huh. I can't. It's I know. I think
1: two weeks ago, Sam Howell was your most confident guy it's been a fall from Grace not for Sam Howell, but for the commanders
0: yeah I think I'll go with the Lions going into right. oh are we gonna get the stadium right this time going in going into <laughs> um Caesar right it's Caesar, Caesar yeah. but yeah see, C- Caesar arena something like that um don't find us and they're gonna beat them I think the Lions are gonna beat the Saints um and I I you know, the Lions, as of late, you know, they did lose, uh, um, had that, like we've talked about, that Thanksgiving loss. And I think they're looking for revenge. They're still a good team. And I've um, had a solid season. And I think this will be another solid win on the road. You know, people are doubting them. Um, yeah. But, you know, obviously it's still an interesting game because the Saints are still five and six.
1: And, Revenge on the Saints for ruining your perfect week as well last week.
0: Yeah. Get them off the
1: board first. I think it's only fair. And I think uh, I think you're right. Olave in fantasy this week against the Lions secondary. There's some interesting stuff. But overall, the Lions, I think, get the win. We can uh, blitz through some of these picks because we have a stack NBA section. For my next pick, or I guess for my first pick, do I go back to it?
0: Oh, my gosh. How are you going to do it for real?
1: It worked for me last week. And they're at home again this week in another primetime matchup. I think I'm going to take the Eagles over the Niners.
0: Mm. Shout out to my guy, Randy.
1: I'm sorry, Randy. Taking your team. Taking, uh, Taking the Eagles against your team.
0: Wow. Bay Area is shaking their head this is probably gonna be the most talent clashing in a game this season because I mean the team both teams I think both teams are pretty much healthy and I'm really excited to see this game I mean this is I mean it's it's gonna be a great game and I am kind of surprised it didn't get it wasn't another Chiefs flexed out of there because <laughs> the Chiefs mm-hmm. got flexed out of their Pats one um i don't think fox was letting this one go yeah yeah this is this is gonna be a big big game um is this the biggest
1: game of the season you know i know we had the super bowl rematch last week yeah even in like where the Chiefs were at going into that game last last week with the receivers with some of the stuff and the complications with your offense like Mm-hmm. With you guys, like we kind of understand where you were at going into that game. And I think the game kind of played out perfectly. Like well, Mahomes was good for a large portion of the game. The receivers have been the issue, and they, you know, were the issue again in that game as well. But I mean, this this Niners Eagles game, like you're saying, the teams are healthy, the teams are even. And that NFC championship game, like as much as the Eagles, you know, ultimately end up winning that game, they won it big 31 to seven as well. Too like Brock Purdy obviously got hurt. McCaffrey was limping around by the end of that game. The Niners were banged up. So I just, you know, big picture NFL, this game feels like it kind of, it kind of weighs the most, right? Like this feels like our most important game.
0: No, for sure. And it's, it's definitely, I think it's, it's definitely, I think it's the two most talented teams in the, in the league right now. I mean, the Ravens could be the outside looking in, you know, wondering if they should be part of that conversation, but I mean, these two teams are just stacked both on offense and defense and that the Eagles get to get this one at home is, is ridiculous. I mean, that's just such a big help for them. That Philly crowds always loud. And, and uh, the Eagles are the ones that have to travel um, to all the way to the other coast. So, um, or the 49ers are the ones that have to travel all the way to the other coast. So shout out time difference, but yeah, I gotta. I mean, it's. I gotta go with. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. That's a that's a. I'm a, I'm happy you you picked that one because, I don't this, know. The 49ers' offense can be on another level when it's rolling.
1: So, what's more important here, like the potential playoff implications of these teams, or, I mean, is this like the MVP game as well?
3: Because mm-hmm. I mean, you well, got Jalen Hurts.
1: Jalen Hurts is number one. Brock Purdy's number five right now in MVP odds. Top five?
0: Uh, Is Brock Purdy a serious... Number 10? I mean, is Brock Purdy a serious MVP candidate? Is he? I was going to ask you. No, there's no way Brock Purdy's going to win the MVP. There's no way. The way he's been playing that month. I mean, that month has to be taken accounted for where they had people injured and he just... Fell off a cliff, you know? Once people wasn't a cliff, playing. Though? His play was. I mean, they, what they I had. I think he
1: had a couple he of, lost? he had a couple of picks, but I think if you go watch the games, he actually, I think he played pretty well. If I'm being honest, I have, I really liked the way Purdy played the last, and I mean, the last couple of games he's played <clears> well <throat> or played better. Yeah. But I think he needed those rough games because, I mean, the, the, the players were out and they, they kind of at like, his responsibilities now where, I mean, Purdy has always been the guy who was the quarterback in the Shanahan offense, but I think the thing that we're kind of seeing now is he's kind of emerging out of that, and he's kind of just becoming a good quarterback, and you know, we've yeah. always said Purdy's good, but I think we've we've kind of said that too with understanding that, hey, he's in the Shanahan system, but you know, he made a couple of bad, yeah, he had the two-pick game against Minnesota, two-pick game against Cincinnati, but Since then, you know, he's only thrown one pick. It was in the game last week against Seattle. They ended up crushing Seattle in that game. Wasn't an issue. He's had like five straight games of 70, 70 70-plus completion percentage. And then a 44 against Cleveland, who has the best defense in the league. And then the two games before that, 70% against Dallas, 90% against Arizona. So, I mean, that's that's an eight-game stretch where he's 71%. 115 pass rating. I mean, again, all the stats for Purdy are going to be good, but I think just yeah. him as a as a QB, he's kind of ascending to be his own good player, independent of Shanahan, where maybe he needed Shanahan to develop him as well, too. But I think we're getting to the point where it's like we could put Purdy in a lot of offenses and he's just going to be a really good quarterback. And if he's awesome in this game against the Eagles, I mean, he's already a top five candidate, so the oddsmakers have some respect for him. You're saying there's no way Purdy can win the MVP.
0: I'm saying I think yes, I do think there's no way. I don't think he's going to win the MVP. I, don't, I I just don't think there's there's no shot. I don't that so, that I think are those all three the Niners off the minutes. board. Then I don't I don't know if all the Niners are off the board, but I I think you you got to take into account the. Uh, that those three games I mean sure it was you know just three games but it's three games in a row where he didn't have his you know his playmakers the the parts of his offense that made makes the 49ers that much levels ahead and he struggled and they they lost in those games I think they had yes they had for one I think didn't he he had like five or six interceptions between those three games Um, yeah. yeah five so you know that's that's a that that's a tough scene that's that's really tough and I just, I haven't seen, there's so many, most of his wins, if not all of them, are games that they're supposed to win just because of how good their offense I mean, you even look at that Cowboys game, um, you know, he's not really making special throws in that game. Also, Prescott got intercepted three times. But, you know, many times he's, you know, getting it to players who are wide open, playmakers, you know, who are, who get themselves open and then they get, you know, a whole lot of yards after catch. So... Not saying that he's a bad quarterback. I do think that he is definitely more consistently good, better than, you know, quarterbacks that they've had in the past. I understand why people had him over – why people have him over Garoppolo, um, Alex Smith. I can definitely see, you know, more consistent. He's a good quarterback. In terms of him being the MVP of the league is – unless like, unless he, in these last couple games, you know, has the wild stats – um, I haven't seen him really be the one where he's carrying his offense instead of being carried by the offense.
2: But is
1: it is it just a name thing with him? Because the Niners, I mean, the three losses, but they're still the second best team in the NFC. They're still a top five team in the NFL in general. And the offense itself, I think, is is it number one in DVOA right now? It's the best offense in the, in the league. Hurdy leads the league right now in passer rating. I believe he leads the league in... What's that advanced stat that everybody keeps throwing out right now? Uh, the e- EPA per dropback. Oh uh, yeah, I've been seeing that floated around a lot. That's been really uh, I think influential in the MVP race the last couple of years. Like the blind stats on Purdy are good. The 49ers offense is good. I'm just saying he should be in the conversation. I don't think that I would. Maybe and maybe it is a name brand with me. Think me too. Like I don't know if I could give the MVP to Purdy, especially you know like Mahomes is still having a good year. Yeah. I don't we, we don't have to do the ballot now, but
2: yeah. I do
1: think he should, he should be in the conversation. And especially if he's really good in this game, because he's been awesome in all these games leading up to it, you know, even with the, the, the struggles, like we're saying, and I think his ability to kind of run around a little bit, again, create some stuff is going to help against this Eagles defensive line. And having Debo back, having McCaffrey back, giving him a chance to just like, he didn't even get a chance to be fully healthy in that game. And now he's like had the full season and he's just a better player than he was going into that game. And I know we've said that if he was playing, the Niners would have won the, maybe the Niners beat the chiefs in the Super Bowl. who knows, but there was, there was some moments in, in, in prior to that Philly game, that Philly playoff game where there was kind of a look in his eyes where maybe if he was thrown out there for the entire game, maybe some confidence stuff would have become an issue. And I don't know if that confidence stuff is going to be an issue in this game. Like he's just he's playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's starting yeah. to really carry himself like that. So I think he's going to be fantastic. Like they, this this is going to be a great game. I think that you know the Eagles. Yeah. Like I'm I'm picking him to win ultimately. They're they're at home, but I don't think it's going to be because Purdy is uh, not playing well. I'll be talking myself into the Niners. I'm not even. I'm not even sure, but I do think that Purdy should be in the mix for the league MVP because he's been the quarterback of the best offense in the league.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's been playing well, and um, I don't think he'll play badly. I think he's just, he's a very, very consistent quarterback. He definitely does, you know, he may usually makes the right decision at the right time. So there's definitely no, I don't think, complaints in terms of, you know, what do you, will you expect to get out of Purdy and what he gives you? Um, he's very rarely disappointing. It's just he for me, I think he he just doesn't take a team to another level, which is what you expect from an MVP. And while the offense may be ranking really high, I mean they just have a stupid amount of weapons on that, you know, with McCaffrey, with Kittle, with Debo Samuel. I mean, even Brian Brandon Ayuk is a solid, uh great, pretty good, one of the best number twos for wide receivers in the league. And that's not even talking about the defense that supports him. So you know, if they win this Eagles game, and it's because of Brock Purdy, it definitely puts him in the conversation. Even winning this game increases his odds, obviously. But I think this is definitely a, a big spotlight game to being like, okay, Purdy's been, you know, talked about like this all season. You know, his team is back. He, you know, they've had three, they've reeled off three wins. And now going on the road, can they beat the best team in the NFL or even make it close?
1: And... I know you're you're saying that Purdy, you know, he struggled with the picks in those three games, but he only has still six interceptions on the season. Six interceptions on the season, I'll say a little more clear. And Mahomes has nine. Jalen Hurts has 10, who are some of the quarterbacks that would be above him. You know, Lamar, I think Lamar is one of the few that has maybe had less. Lamar has five. You know, Burrow and Herbert, obviously, their teams aren't having... The seasons but the efficiency has been there from purdy so maybe the move from a betting standpoint for this one honestly might be because i think he's like 14 to 1 right now he's fifth if he is awesome and wins this game like bet the 14 to 1 now and then see if when the odds like shift up you can cash out and make a uh, make money on the the line movement instead yeah. of him actually winning because if he is awesome in this game and they do end up winning this game, he could jump. There is a world where Purdy could be the number one MVP favorite by Monday. I do think that is realistic, but like you're saying, could he actually win the MVP? That is another jump that I don't know. I don't know if people are ready to put him in that level yet, because again, the MVP thing is you do have to be kind of your own good player. And I still think a lot of people view him as he is good in this Shanahan system, but, the way he is uh, playing in this Eagles game will uh, definitely definitely help determine that. And if you look at what the Eagles did in that last game, too, against the Niners, just going through some of their drives, I, ju- I mean, just going through all their drives quickly. So their opening drive was a 14-play touchdown drive where they had that fourth and three Devontae Smith catch where it was actually it was like an insane one catch, but it was actually hit the ground, incompletion, should have been ruled over turnover on downs. They then went three plays, four plays, three plays, and then another 14-play drive. And then at this point, you know, Purdy's out. A Josh Johnson turnover sets up the next touchdown. And then the fourth touchdown, again, another fourth and six where... The Niners make the stop, but there was a roughing the punter penalty on the fourth down. The Eagles extend the drive and keep going. So, you know, two drives extended on fourth downs on, you know, kind of fluke plays. A Josh Johnson turnover sets up the third touchdown. So I know 31 to seven was the final score, but again, with the curdy injury and even with the, with the way they played in that game, I still think the Niners with the team that they had, like they were a lot closer than, the 31 seven score proved. So again, it is a bloodbath in this game. I think it's going to be close, but ultimately again, I'm just, I'm giving it to the home team for this one.
0: All right. We'll see. We will see. Um, moving on to the next pick. Uh, let's see here. Some still got a whole wide range of stuff going on. Um, um, well,
1: second can have just started, by the way, in the Pac-12 championship.
0: Yeah, back on the field. Um, I'm going to go with. Ah, it is tough. It is tough looking at the teams. Do I go with my guy? I think at home, I think the Texans are bouncing back against the Broncos. It will be a tough game,
2: oh. but the
0: Broncos have kind of been on this ridiculous hot streak and. There's no way I know you're picking against
1: the hottest team in the NFL.
0: Well, it's got to end at some point. And I think it ends this weekend.
1: I think the Broncos Uh, defense is kind of, I don't want to say it's returned, but it's definitely playing much better. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Stroud giving problem. You said the Texans are at home though. They don't have to do the altitude. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, they Mm -hmm. are at home. They don't have to worry about mile high. That's much for a guy. Yeah, no, it is. And it is kind of crazy to see the Broncos turn their season around, you know, have a chance to make the playoffs, but not kind of crazy when you remember that Sean Payton is actually their quarterback. Um, But, yeah, they have won the last five games, beating the Bills and Chiefs um, in those five games. And last week against the Browns, winning 29-12, you know, it's. It is. Uh. It is. It is. I. I'm really. You know. Kind of. Kind of surprised that they really. Um. Um. Really did beat them. And um, let's see here. It's. Oh, first of all, it's. Oh, it's his final score that's never been seen before in NFL. Twenty nine to twelve.
1: Shout out to Scorigami on Twitter.
0: Yes, yeah, Scorigami.
1: Have you ever Have you ever seen the Scorigami account? No. It's a. It's a Twitter account, an X account, and they track, they do, they track like if a score has ever happened before. And if it's a new score, it's called a score agami.
0: But mm. they'll also track,
1: you know, oh, this score has happened like 25 times, 11 times, 30 times, you know, whatever it is.
0: That's interesting that the. Um... See, like,
1: okay, so Cowboys, Seahawks Thursday night, for example, 45 or 41 35. It's happened eight other times, not a score agami.
0: Mm-hmm. But the Broncos, that wasn't the first Corigami they've been part of this uh year, even losing 70 to 20 to the <laughs> Miami. I was gonna say, is it the 20? Uh, is the 70 yeah, pointer? Yeah. 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 But uh that going from one. one and five to six and five. Um, you know, real respect. And um, but I don't, you know, let's see here. I think. Yeah, the Browns. Yeah, that's about the Browns. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the Broncos. I don't think they can keep doing it every single week, though. You know, this they they got to chill out at some point. So, I think Texans they're looking to bounce back after a tough loss, um, last week, and they're at home, and uh, and CJ Striver trust.
1: Don't know if this one's gonna upset you or not. Can I take Chiefs over Packers? The Sunday night showdown. Jordan Love. Is Jordan Love gonna is Jordan Love gonna are people gonna be in on Jordan Love on this after this game? Out on Jordan Love? Because he's, you know, this is his first like prime time. Everybody's watching. He's starting to heat up a little bit. I guess, you know, Thanksgiving. He did play well in Thanksgiving, too. Very well. Everybody's watching that, but. I mean the Lions and the Waxing and Gibeous are are screwed. So this is uh, first real shot.
0: Yeah, and at least the you know they'll have some good highlights to show um when they're talking about him. But yeah, they're geez. Last time we played them, um, it was what they barely we barely beat them seven thirteen. So, you know, we do have a history of that's struggling. true, and it's that Jordan one was in Kansas City as well. Yeah, yeah, that was a scary one. I think we're in Army and Green Bay. Are you on the road? I think we're on the road. Did I write that down wrong? Yeah, we are on the road. It should be. It. Yeah. We're in Lambo. One of us had to do it. It was all good. Jordan Love, though, good. the
1: first five games of the season, his bad throw percentage, 21%. His last five games, 14 and a half. Wow. Getting better.
0: Shout out. Uh, Next game. Um, I'll take the Dolphins over the Commanders. Um, I don't think Sam mm-hmm. Howell's going to come back and beat him, but, you know. Still, he listens. Are you still... sure you want him to hear that? I know, I know. He's your guy. Would I you like to apologize to
1: Sam Howell real quick? Sam Howell, it's, yeah. he, he's not picking against you.
0: Not against you. It's your team.
1: It's not, not personal. Barely Who's at home? Person. Dolphins are at home? Yeah. Just checking, making sure the list. The rest uh, of the List is
0: right. Um, dolphins are at home. Uh, maybe if I could find it first on this list. No, it's the Commanders at home.
1: Oh, did I write everything down backwards?
0: You Might have. What happened? I don't know. Get Does up, it even up. matter? <laughs> a little bit.
1: <laughs> like a like a little like the littlest mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go back to back, back to back homers. Mm. Colts Titans,
0: think Colts over the Titans.
1: I think the Colts would be like 12 and 0 if they were going off my picks, but that is unfortunately not the case. Back to being a playoff team, though.
0: Yeah, still in playoff contention. Get a chance to win. Let's see, Oregon about to, oh, in the end zone.
1: I think going into this week as well, That's too, up. I checked a couple days ago, but seven of the 13 games had five and a half point or greater spreads this week. So half the games were kind of like, eh, not yeah. super close. And then, you know, the ones that were close were like this, uh, Colts titans
0: I think exactly.
1: Texans-Broncos Texans might be the second best game of the day, if we're mm, being honest.
0: Yeah, for real, yeah.
1: Eagles-Niners is obviously a... You know, like a Super Bowl level. I know they're the same conference, but Super Bowl level matchup. But I mean, in, in terms of Stroud, one of the hottest quarterbacks, Broncos, in terms of wins, one of the hotter teams. But yeah, it's Definitely. that kind of week.
0: No, it's kind of a rough week. Um, You'll be spending a lot I'm... of time with the lady this week, <laughs> which is why I'm going to take uh, Rams over the Browns. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Especially if Flacco's playing, man. Do You like picking against this Browns defense, though? Uh, Garrett was hurt, actually, in the last game. He had to leave. Um, Is he out this week? Maybe. I'm not sure. But he's not 100%. You know, the Rams' office is kind of crazy. Is it? looking Nakua. Let's see. They they were earlier in the year. Let's see as of late. Um, Is it? He said, is it? It says still,
1: yeah, Miles Garrett might still be out for this game,
0: unfortunately. Yeah. So, I mean, they just beat the Cardinals 37-14, and that's with Kyler. Four touchdowns. He did have a pick, but uh,
1: 229
0: yards. So, kind of cooking.
1: I will say Joe Flacco, I'm not the biggest P.J. Walker guy in the world, but Joe Joe mm-hmm. Flacco over P.J. Walker is a wild move.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just Joe old, Flacco taking snaps. How old is snaps. Joe Flacco? I think he's 36, 37. That he can still lucky. get a contract in the league is crazy. 38. You these
1: college guys getting early.
0: He's 38 years old, starting at quarterback.
1: Somebody freed Jacoby Brissett.
0: Wow, Tyler seeing Huntley. Joe Flacco in a... Eagles jerseys looks really really weird. What does Joe Flacco do? Joe, I don't know what Vincent be up to, Vinny. Yeah, I don't know the the Browns' fourth quarterback this season.
1: I'm going to take the Steelers over the Cardinals. Am I up next?
0: Yeah, bold.
1: The Matt Canada over the- Tyler Murray. Have you liked what you've seen from Kyler in his return? Mm-hmm.
0: doesn't been great, but
1: are the it's, Steelers all, at it's home?
0: like a sleeping giant kind of thing
1: Are the Steelers at home?
0: uh let's see are they uh, the Steelers are at home
1: hmm. so I didn't write them all down backwards. like Kyler's mm. been fine, yeah. I still think I'd rather have him Kenny Pickett, but this uh rather have rather have him over Kenny Pickett.
0: Score alert. Oregon gets a touchdown. Now only down three points, 20 to 17. Did we 20 to 17? It's it's happening. It's happening.
1: Stay tuned for the end of the pod when we redo our college football segment when Oregon pulls the upset.
0: We'll see. We'll see. They're checking the touchdown right now. Um. Yeah, I can see why the spread was all wonky for these games this week. I'll I'll take the Jags over the Bengals. Yeah. I'll be surprised Nothing if the Bengals romantic. win another game this year.
1: Bengals tank thing is gonna be interesting. I don't know when we're when <laughs> we're allowed to talk about that. Yeah. But it's gonna be they're gonna get a good player.
0: And it's going to be... I think it's going to get weird with the Bengals.
1: Is Jared Verge going to, like, fall to the Bengals? Are they just going to get, like, Kool-Aid McKenstry, top 15? Just have a lockdown corner? Something crazy is going to happen. I will take... I still have... Okay. Maybe I don't want to take that in my two-point game. There's still some points on the board.
0: I'll take the Chargers over the Patriots. Mm, That's fine. Zappy action? You're not scared of Zappy zapping the Chargers?
1: I'm scared of Staley zapping the Chargers. (laughs) Staley versus Belichick seems kind of scary. But, I mean, we know it's up with the Patriots at this point. They're probably not going to win another game. Can we do this real quick for the Patriots? Because... It's tough. We saw this on the Thursday night game, but they were trying to promote next week's Thursday night game. And they didn't even know which player to use on the graphic. So do we want to draft graphic options real quick for the Patriots?
0: They use Belichick, by the way.
1: It's bad. You can go first. What's your number one graphic option?
0: Well, let me actually remember who's on the roster first. Um, Because me, just like the rest of America.
1: (laughs) Who was the first player that that popped up? Not Judon, because he's out.
0: Yeah, their backup quarterback, <laughs> Mac Jones. Oh, so just put uh, Zappy right on.
1: Oh, Mac Jones, the backup. I see what you did there.
0: Yeah, he's not starting. <laughs> he's not starting. This <laughs> I way. see what you did there. <laughs> uh, who should be up there? Juju? You just Juju Smith, schuster He's TikTok famous, right? Uh, he's he's Probably. the most famous. Yeah. You think some people are going to uh, recognize Jabril Peppers? People in Ann Arbor? Mission, get the
1: Michigan fans.
0: Brady mm-hmm. diehards mm-hmm. that
1: are still watching.
0: The player you know that who? usually used to be good was Bar- Barmore, but not this year. Anyway,
1: Ooh. Barmore, you still got a little, I still, you know, mm. it's a little Barmore stock oh, hanging Duggar. out. Dugger. Okay. Duggar. What about Slater? Mm. Can we get Matt, just put Matthew that's, Slater on the graphic.
0: That, that's for the Foxborough, uh, that's for the Foxborough broadcast. <laughs> Oh, my God. Sean. Riley bottom. Reed. I mean, Reed, Kwon Thornton. Shout Slater, the their third Johnson. string wide receiver. Ezekiel Elliott.
1: Hmm. He's famous. He's pretty famous. He was a cowboy. Um, but I, I Honestly, do think it uh, all. Honestly, Juju, is, Juju is fine. I think Juju's yeah, a that's fine move.
0: Juju would probably be it.
1: I think Juju is the move at this point. Juju is the yeah. graphic guy for the Patriots.
0: Yeah, you kind of have to... Uh, anything but Bill Belichick. Like, come on now. You put the coach up there. It wasn't even
1: like a good media day photo. It was like they cropped Uh, it out of somebody shooting it from across
2: the field.
0: There's definitely a Chiefs fan editing that. Feels salty. Um, So we have five games. Are we doing one more? I think uh, Mm -hmm.
1: there's two games left, so you can leave me with one. Uh, there's one I
0: I I, I want to
1: pick this team to win, so I hope you leave me with.
0: It's Falcons, Jets, and then it's uh, Panthers, Bucks. Panthers, Bucks. Oh, why can I not see it? Oh, there it is. Panthers, Bucks. Okay. Um, is uh Aaron Rodgers gonna pull a WWE <laughs> like pull off mm. the blanket, get up, and play this game? Um, have you
1: have you seen that post where it's like they shouldn't announce the trades and they should just let the players walk out of the tunnels.
0: Uh, like they no. shouldn't,
1: there should be so that like for the NFL and the NBA, when the trades are made, they shouldn't, there, there should be like no alerts. Nobody will know. And then the players will just walk out on Sundays, walk out, you know, whenever the NBA game is like when Probably. Aaron Rodgers gets first traded to the jets, like yeah. season opens and all of a sudden, wait, Rodgers is not on green Bay. He's in New York. What? Like they just I'm... don't announce the injury reports. I guess you had to do that for gambling, though.
0: I'm guessing Tim Boyle is still going to start for the Jets, so I'm going to go with the Falcons.
1: Go. I wanted to pick the Panthers.
0: Oh, okay. Second win of the year, huh?
1: It happened with Matt Canada. I know Matt Canada was the offensive coordinator, but the Steelers got the boost when he left. Tepper, he's going to have... Not Tepper. Who's the guy? Tapper? Chris Tapper? Chris... Tabor?
0: Isn't that there? Tabor's gonna
1: Tabor's gonna have these guys fired up. Division uh, the rival. New,
0: the new coach.
1: This one I believe they are on the road though, right? Uh, are they on the road? Uh
0: they are yes, yes, they are in Tampa. Go
1: I got that right. Okay. I'll risk I'll risk a point on Bryce Young this week. Two wins on the uh, year. Okay,
0: that's a, I don't that's
1: think it's a, too much a, to ask a, for Bryce Young to get two wins.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It might be with this team. Okay, so I picked the Lions over Saints, Texans over Broncos, Dolphins over Commanders, Rams over Browns, Jags over Bengals, and Falcons over Jets. And Rem picked Eagles over 49ers, Chiefs over Packers, Colts over Titans. Who knows? Mm. We'll see. Will Levis. Coffee. Let's. We'll see if he drank his mayo coffee that morning. Uh, Steelers over Cards. Chargers over Pats. And Panthers over Tampa. Brad, you definitely got some edgier picks here. But do I? Uh, we'll I don't see. feel this is too hot takey. Not too hot takey. But there, there's some picks. Um, I did
1: talk. I do. I do think I'd low key talk myself into the Niners winning this game. Yeah, but the thing is, I get superstitious about. Winning the regular season matchup versus the playoff rematch, like I, I, I would much rather lose in the regular season than winning the playoffs. Obviously, like ten times out of ten. So, you know, if they're gonna, if these teams are gonna rematch, and we want Purdy to play well in the playoffs, no, there's some stuff going on here, but I, uh, I do think the Eagles are gonna get this one. I do think that's gonna be a tough, but I feel confident. Maybe outside of the Panthers, I mean, the Panthers obviously, Ig, but Colts over Titans. I mean, yeah. Levis is still a rookie quarterback.
0: No, it's, it's, um, he's definitely, I, I think, I, I don't know. It's which, wait, which game were you talking about? I was, I thought you were talking about 49ers for a second. Oh, I just was talking about I was all the games. Oh, okay. Well, see. I mean, it's, there's definitely, you know, some really, really probably game of the year in this week, but then there's going to be a lot of blogs. There's going to be quite a few, so I am very excited to, to see what happens this year. But moving on, we have some receipts to check up on, some uh, some people to check up on. I I wanted to bring up one of the players that you know that I, I thought was a big, big good pickup kind of in the draft. Kind of had not a great first two years, but now third year in the league on the Hawks. There's players that are people, executives that are saying Jalen Johnson is the third best player on the Hawks. Sadly, he is currently out the next five to six weeks. But when you look at some of the stats for people at home who haven't seen as much as him this year, after 14 games, he's averaging 14.6 points. 7.7 rebounds, two and a half assists, a block and a steal a game. And his overall efficiency at 59%, putting him in not the top 30, not the top 20, but the top 10 in the NBA. But that's not all, folks. He is hitting 42% of his threes from behind the line. He's taking about 2.7 a game. And uh, he's you know, thirty fourth overall in the league, big improvement over his twenty eight percent last year. So his progress, you know, puts him in the eighty third percentile in 30, 83rd percentile in the three point percentage. But wait a minute, that's on top of his offensive. His offensive efficiency puts him in ninety fifth percentile in field goal percentage, ninety sixth percentile in true shooting percentage. And Rem, I mean, what's really exciting for this team is that, you know, he not only has that scoring, that shooting that's improving, but he's shown some flashes of great playmaking on the break. You know, he can go for Mm. a dunk, he can dish it off. And he's not not too shabby on the defensive side either. He's currently 78% on blocks and, you know, better against... He's still able to keep up a block and a steal a game. And, you know, Rem, I mean, with him being, you know, top percentiles and also for rim contests, you know, he's shown that he can be a big man, you know, a big guy in the paint, consistently being a, a solid presence for this team. I don't know if you've watched much Jalen Johnson, but he's been, he's been stocky, you know, he's been a quiet, stealth, dark horse can, can candidate for MIP, most improved player, even mm-hmm. though, you know, his case might take a little bit of a hit being hurt, but I don't know, Ram. I, I, I'm i partial to the Duke guys. What can I say?
1: Yeah, I don't know if he leaps into the MIP totally. You know, that's a, a big leap, but he maybe first team all MIP mm. for Jalen Johnson. Cause you're right. The shooting thing has been incredible for him. And the last, so the last two games before he got hurt, eight points and seven points but I mean to start the season like you were saying he was up to 40 he was 60 percent from three in a four game stretch if you go non-bigs so non-centers for true shooting percentage people that are actually taking threes he, he's second behind Steph right now so the efficiency like you're saying a big picture you know 75 percent free throw I'm sure he's is he a 50 40 90 guy that's Probably a, a tough ask for him. But like you're saying, to be now a, a reliable three point shooter, because I think there was a lot of things with his game that Atlanta really liked. And I've, you've, between the two of us, you've definitely been the one that's been higher on him. But I know a lot of the rumblings this offseason out of that Atlanta team was big picture. You know, Jalen Johnson is going to be a guy that we want to have around. There's some contract stuff and some salary staff, salary cap stuff that they're going to want to figure out because he's going to be one of the guys, again, they want to keep him around. They're thinking big picture. He continues to com- improve. We're going to want to pay this guy. And the fact that now his three-point percentage is actually leaped up into that, and now he's a confident three-point percentage. And what did you say his assists per game were? At this point, uh,
0: I think it was at two. Let's see. And the
1: rebounding has been good, though.
0: Yeah, it's been great. Seven point seven is seven, crazy. Yeah, two only and a half, two, uh,
1: two 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 half assists. You know, doing a little bit of playmaking, mixing it in there. But yeah, the physicality, the shooting. Yeah,
0: it's I really been great. The
1: improvement from him.
0: No, it's great, and I think, like you mentioned, there's you know there's some serious candidates for most improved player this year. I mean, Tyrese Maxey. Another player mm. we love on this pod taking another step. Uh, Scotty Barnes and Al Prince Sangoon, you know, baby Jokic mm. right there. And I think Scotty Barnes, they just he just led his team to stop to beat the Suns on a seven game winning streak. Um, I think he had like 25 and something, yeah, 23, seven and four. Um, I think they they might have lost to the Nets and Knicks a little bit later, but. Um,
1: Should we do like an all-name team, Tyrese Maxey and Tyrese Halliburton,
0: both Tyrese? Tyrese, Tyrese. Yeah, I don't. How many Tyrese's are there? And uh, these are NBA? okay. We'll these. See.
1: Do you want to hear all the Jalen's? These are all the Jalen's.
0: Okay, Jalen Suggs, Jalen Brown. It's two.
1: Oh yeah, Jalen was not even on. Jalen Brown wasn't even on here. I just so th- oh, these okay. are just the Jalen's. This is just J. A-L-E-N.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: This is Jalen Brunson, Jalen Green, Jalen Daniels, Jalen Williams, Jalen Suggs, Jalen Smith, Jalen Durant, Jalen Johnson, Jalen Pickett. Jalen Durant. That's not a horrible Let's team. Let's put a y in there. Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hands. Jalen Clark. For the UCLA people out there.
0: Shout out. How many team how many games is that team winning? Who knows?
1: Jalen Brunson, uh, Suggs, Jalen Johnson. It's a nice team.
0: CJ Jalen team.
1: I feel like that's probably the best. That's probably the best name. Shout out our guy. Shout out Jalen Rose. Because he's that's you know, really real. he has to be the coach of the all Jalen team, right? He's the original Jalen. He's the the owner, the president the general manager whatever
0: he has to he's be... the og guy no for real oh jalen for... both jalen
1: williams too from okc oh
0: yeah yeah jalen yeah both jalen double jalen that team yeah that team's kind of stacked in terms of names um another player we wanted to give a shout out to lamella ball um he has been in you know he got injured um, I think in the Orlando game, but before that, he was averaging over the last let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. If basketball reference wants to work with me here.
1: Last nine? Or not. Uh I got
0: yeah, the numbers. That... Oh, you have the numbers of the last nine games. Okay, what what was he averaging?
1: So LaMelo ball on the season right now is 24 points, 8.9 assists, almost nine assists a game, five and a half rebounds, 44% from three, 38% from the field. So 24, eight and five, the 24, eight and five club this season is three guys. It's Jokic. He's putting up a 29, nine and 13. Devin Booker and LaMelo ball. Those are the three guys, and like you're saying, the last nine games, 32 eight, eight point nine assists and six point seven rebounds. Ish. 49% from the field, 43% from
0: three. 43% for three, that's crazy. And it's too bad that he is currently out with an ankle injury. Um yeah. it looks like he might miss extended time, which isn't the first time he's had some ankle. Is there
1: supposed to be more? Because I think originally they were saying about a week. Yeah. Or they were they were, yeah, they were saying reevaluated now that you say that. I think that what I saw was they were gonna reevaluate him in the week. So do you do you have it? Is he gonna miss more
0: time? I think so. I think that's what they're they're saying. Chams was saying him to miss extended time. LaMelo, still, even though he's banged up though, see the high potential, and yet the warriors decided to take Wiseman. And I know we're back on the mm. Warriors. Warriors woes. We it's like a weekly thing now. I gotta. I got to make sure, you know, maybe change my address. Who knows? But they, I mean, it's another week of some disappointing Warriors play. And and now, and then they have the meltdown against uh, the team they're probably Kings. closest to in the Kings and lose the chance to i think they no longer are in the tournament right i don't think i think they got knocked out of the-
1: yeah the kings
0: are in. Yeah. yeah they're out of the in season tournament ram like i mean when you watch the final minutes of that game i mean it was literally it was it was literally the a microcosm of the of the warriors issues this year i mean you know curry has to you know barely has any space, doesn't have any time to shoot. You know Draymond tries to take a three, and he you know bricks it. Um and you know Kaminga underperforms. You know Clay Thompson's nowhere to found when he's needed. Um, it was just, I mean, it it was just to see the Warriors fall apart like that, and to see that level of basketball this late into the year. Um, this this is in the middle of this part of the season is what the in-season tournament's all about.
1: And you've kind of been on this Warriors train now where the old guys, maybe it's time for a reset. And, you know, they were able to handle the Kings in the playoffs. They took them to seven. Curry was awesome. And the Kings were a team that they didn't go out in the offseason and necessarily do a lot to improve the roster. But... If you watch them play this year, you know, at least in a Kings Warriors matchup, like the Kings are the better team in that matchup now. And De'Aaron Fox has taken a step up. Sabonis, yeah. you know, has had his ups and downs, but he still manages to do his thing. So if you know, if those teams were to meet in the playoffs, that's a that's a tough call. Again, it was seven games already. The Warriors, you know, killed him in that last game. Curry was fantastic. But I think now, and you know, the playoff standings would reflect that, but That'd be a tough call to pick who would win a playoff series now. And again, because De'Aaron Fox, I think he's thirty points a game right now. He's been pretty fantastic. So, you know, the Warriors thing is, and Clay is starting to play a little bit better as well too. But is it time? Do we need to do some Warrior tr- Warriors trade machine?
0: Might as well do some, fire do fire some it Warriors
1: up. fake trades.
0: Fire is it time? Fire the thing up.
1: I'm not I'm not saying I'm joining you on the Golden State needs to blow this up bandwagon because in the offseason, you know, I said the guys have earned the right to stick around. They've done enough for this team. And I I still believe that. But since you're the guy that is a blow it up Warriors guy, this is this is for you, Sam. This is not for me. This is for you. This is because you're the Warriors blow it up. Oh, Okay. okay. I'm not the Warriors blow it up guy yet.
0: (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> in that category. We need but, to
0: see a couple more losses. Draymond, Draymond clank some more stuff. All right.
1: So Draymond, Draymond is the first person at the center of the first warriors trade machine. Where where is your just where is your Draymond stuff at right now?
0: Yeah, never lower. Never lower to be honest. And uh, you know, it's it, it's just I get why he is so valuable to the team. I've seen, you know, you can see his play, um, his, you know, the way he helps the team, but just having him as a non shooter there, you know, how violent he can be, things like that. I just, it's not, not a fan, not a fan. We've seen him be a dirty player for how many years. And now, you know, it's just, it's, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And, you know, at least not paying him. You want to do the, you know, um uh, on on sale uh, the Miami. What's his What's his name? Why am I blanking out on his name right now? Unsell
1: or uh Udinese Haslam?
0: Udonis Haslam. Yeah, if you Unself. want to pull. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking of him. You want to do Udonis Haslam? I get it, but not, not a, uh, not paid nearly as much as he's getting paid right now.
1: So oh, this is going to be a tough one for you then to handle because these are both guys that your stock is kind of low on right now. Ooh. but maybe a change of scenery would be good for him. It's it's Draymond Green and Kevon Looney for Julius Randle and Jericho Sims.
0: Oh my gosh, you might have picked the one player I'd say no to.
1: I yeah, I figured these are both guys that you're kind of kind of out on at this point.
0: I mean if you're the kings, I'd say yes. Knicks? Yeah, no. Yeah, if you're or not if you're not the kings, the Knicks. Yeah, if you're the Knicks taking in those guys, I think you'd say yes.
1: Oh, you would want you get, Draymond
0: in New York. I I think you would it'd be more being able to get off the Grand old contract, you know, if you cut Draymond or something yeah. and buy him out. It is it would be easier to buy him out. Um
1: I think he just signed though.
0: Yeah. That's that's the tough part. Wasn't it 2 years or was it 4? Four? 4. Yeah, exactly. see if you, you can pull the details
1: of that up and see if there's like an out at some point. See what the dead money on that is. Cuz that'd be interesting. Jericho Sims would be like the sneaky best part of that deal. That was honestly, can we get Jericho Sims? Can you sneak is is Miles McBride asking too much? If they throw Miles McBride in.
0: Also, Kerr throwing Draymond under the bus, too. Yeah. And he's disappointed in that technical foul. He's lucky. Honestly, Draymond's huh? lucky he didn't get thrown out. He was like staring The Kerr
1: Draymond thing has been really interesting to monitor this year because I, I still think Kerr obviously has his back, but Kerr now is clearly. I don't want to say is he I don't want to say he's doing it for the perception of it, but I mean, he's clearly making an effort to call Draymond out in these things. And he's clearly yeah. making a point of it to say, hey, I don't, you know, I don't know if it's a, hey, this is the only way we can get him to stop is now going public and, you know, really holding him accountable now in front of all these people, but he is definitely saying more things about Draymond in the media than he has before. Do you want to give the update real quick at end of the third quarter on Washington, Oregon? Near and then?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm at I'm at a minute left right now. Uh, um Washington marching down the field against this Oregon defense but the Ducks have taken the lead 24-20. I don't know, did it change up Were they able to score? You maybe you should oh, yeah, that Oh yeah, that was it. Around.
1: No, we got to yeah. follow yours cuz you're you're behind. So I don't want to anything for you.
3: Yeah, again, they I mean, already
1: they already know it's happened, but that's that's where we're at in the game right now. Washington has uh fallen behind. So maybe everything we said at the top doesn't matter, but
0: Washington Bank Michael Penix can still hold up. Okay, the next trade.
1: Well, oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, last no, last ahead.
0: note. It is it is kind of poetic that the last Pac-12 game, as far as we <laughs> know, ever is is a close, good game against two good teams. you know, at least yeah. Pac-12, and they, and the Pac-12 deserves to have a good ending like this after what a, a, a legendary season that they had. So good for them. Really
1: old Pac-12, anyways, because maybe the Mountain West rebrands as Pac-12, but. Definitely the uh, (laughs) Pac-12 as we knew it. The next trade involves a team about the guy we just talked about, Jalen Johnson's team. And again, with the contract situations, there's some guys on some money right now. They're going to want to do some stuff with some of the younger guys that they have around. And again, it's a lot of younger guys. But Atlanta, they draft Trey Young, or they draft Trey Young, the guy that they bring in in the front office is a Warriors guy. They're trying to build this team with Trey Young, like Steph. Well, if you're Steph, you know, you had a splash bro this whole time. So if you're trying to recreate that in Atlanta, mm. is it time to get Clay Thompson on the Hawks?
2: Mm. Clay Thompson,
1: this is a big one. Clay Thompson. And Jonathan Kaminga for DeAndre Hunter, Bogdanovich, and Sadiq Bey. Who says no?
0: The Hawks. That's a whole lot. Bogdanovich and Kuminga? you say Bogdanovich and um DeAndre Hunter? Hunter? Yeah. For Thompson? That's, that's that's two really good players. You can't give up both of those guys. Maybe um let's see. Who else is on the knock? Next roster, I I wouldn't give up Bogdanovich. I th- I think you could you could talk about giving up Hunter. Um, Bogdanovich is just too important to this. What team. about Hunter and Capella? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like some bench, you could see some good rotation piece. Yeah, I think I think I think Bogdan or Hunter and Capella could definitely. I mean, you have a Congo. You might be going a little too small at that point, but
1: would that be enough for the Warriors? Hunter Capella and Sadiq Bay.
0: Let's see, Hunter Capella, Sadiq Bay. What are, What if I just? Um, I mean, because of how bad Thompson's, um, production has gone. I mean, what if you just go Hunter and Sadiq Bay and picks, throw in maybe the Hawks don't runner? have a
1: ton of picks because they have Dejounte Murray. You're and we, so just to look at the situations for the teams too. So Hunter. I think he's four year, twenty million right now on his deal, and they're gonna have to pay Jalen Johnson in a couple of years. Yeah, I think they want to re-sign Sadiq Bay as well too. That was another rum- That was another rumor in the off season. And they want to give AJ. They want to give uh, Griffin more minutes. I was gonna say Adrian Griffin, but AJ Griffin. They want to give him more minutes. So Hunter in general is going to be on the move. And Klay Thompson is an expiring contract
0: this year. That's true.
1: So logistically, you know, you could bring him in this season, have fun. Clear some money off the books long-term for some of these younger guys. And if you're giving up a lot like Bogdanovich, you know, Kaminga, you get Kaminga back as well. Yeah, I feel like no, the pieces of a trader there.
0: No, there definitely are, and um, it will be interesting. I mean, the Hawks got to do something. The Warriors got to do something. And I think Hunter could be a great piece for uh, the Warriors, helping them with defense, um, giving them some more length, and um, yeah, some youth for sure. Um, I mean, Bogdanovich would also be great, obviously, for them as well, but I don't think the Hawks are going to give him up, um, especially if, yeah, I mean, could have Bogdanovich play at, you know, forward and then move Clay there. And then you have, you know, a or Capella. Yeah, you can do five there, Johnson somewhere in there. So I, I think, yeah, that you kind of have to keep Bogdanovich. Um but yeah, I think there's definitely pieces of the trade there, especially with the Hawks, how they've underperformed the last couple of years. You know, sure training John Collins might have helped a little bit. But they still I still feel like unless Jalen Johnson turns into an all-star here and continues to get better. Um, I still feel like this team is still needs some needs another piece to really take off. They're missing. It feels like they're missing something.
1: They continue to underperform right now because they're at the 11th seed. So even in the play in era in the NBA, they would not be in the mix for a playoff picture and if you're the Warriors making a trade involving Klay Thompson, you know, you're not gonna sell him at the value that he's been playing at. You're gonna try to sell him as, well, hey, you're still getting Klay Thompson. Like the good shooter is still in there. So if he turns the season around and you, you know, you sold him off for three cents on the dollar, like now all of a sudden it's like, well, hey what if we had this guy now? What if we were selling this guy now? Like you still wanted still, you're still trading for Clay Thompson. So yeah, if you're looking at the numbers this year, you're going, Hey, we're giving up so much to bring in this guy, but you're bringing in a guy who, if he catches fire is, you know, at his peak has been the second best shooter in the league. And if he's able to regain some of that, you know, you're bringing in a very dangerous piece. So I still think, you know, you're still trying to, yeah, you're not selling him at peak value, obviously. Yeah. But you still are trying to not sell him as, "Hey, this guy is struggling, and we're just getting rid of him." Like it's Clay Thompson. You're not doing that. That's not what. That's not what the Hawks to this. That's not what that trade to the Hawks would be. So it still has to be, in my mind, of like a a lot of pieces in return for Golden State.
0: Yeah, but everyone's watching film, and I think everyone can see that. Uh... That uh, uh, that Clay Thompson has taken like twenty steps back. Also, reason why I'm a little distracted. Washington almost gave up a turnover to give Oregon the ball. Uh, Penix got sacked, or got was was about to get sacked and threw the ball, and it looked like it was a fumble, but a call was reversed. That would have been a huge fumble in the red zone, but uh, Washington still has the ball, second and ten. We'll see if they score. But yeah, back to this Clay Thompson point. I think. Like Clay Thompson, he's gonna have his game. He's gonna put up his points, but just just his attitude. Like I love, I used to like Clay. I used to like him a lot, but he's just now. It's just he's just so prickly, and he's just you know, it, it's almost like you know, y- we understand you've won these championships, but you're not on that level. And just to keep having your chest out, just the way he is when you watch him, and. It's just, it's, it's an arrogance. That's the correct word is an arrogance. And so when the Warriors have the same issues that they've had all the time, they've always had issues with turnovers, but now you're an average to bad team. So you have to actually worry about that. You're not a, one of the best teams of all time playing. So now trying to coach that, which I can understand now why, you know, Kerr's starting to call out his players and why he's probably going to retire after this year, um, after this Olympics, but you know, trying to deal with that and coach that. And then as a young player, you see that. And, you know, do you, is that someone, you know, who you, who you think has your back? You know, is that someone you can rely on um, when they're, you know, busy telling everyone else how great they are? You know, how, how much do you think they're telling the teammates? So I, I just, I used to really like Clay's demeanor and now it's like completely opposite. And considering how well some players really can guard him, if they if they have one of the better defenders on him, if Curry's not on the court, there's nothing happening for the Warriors. Nothing. It's it's just, and it's you know to have absolutely nothing besides Curry for this team. I mean, I I think you know at least get what assets will you like you can. But all every team is watching every single other team every single night, so I, I think they would put two and two together, and yeah, then you know. They they would know they'd they'd put two and three
1: together. Clay Thompson's last five games: forty-two percent from three, nine attempts a game, eighty-nine percent from free throw on almost four attempts a game. So some of the three-point percentage is starting to return. Yeah. I mean, the full hey can Clay Thompson be the second-best offensive guy in a title team? You know, that's a different conversation. But again, it just we're talking here trade value. What can they get for him? Yeah. I think you can still sell him if you were looking to go that way at some point at a And he's not
0: a bomb. Decent. Mind you, he's not a bomb. He's a decent player, it's just
1: No, he's I th- yeah, yeah, there's a good offensive player in there, yeah. absolutely. Last uh, last trade real quick. The other big piece. We're doing all the big pieces today, mm, seeing what the okay. trade value Curry? is. Curry? Not Curry. Oh. Wiggins. Mm. Wiggins to the Pacers for Buddy Heald, Toppin. And do they need to throw in a pick, a protected pick?
0: Third or second rounder? Um, Heald and Toppin. Toppin's been playing kind of well the last couple of games. Pacers have kind of figured out how to use him.
1: They got him, you know, sneaking around in the corner.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's, he, he definitely Is it Halliburton?
1: Amazing. Maybe, but... Buddy Healed um, though kind
0: of buried, yeah. Uh, and he's an
1: expiring contract as well too. So just you know, long term for the Warriors, their money situation.
0: Yeah, I think that's an interesting. I think that's an interesting trade. Um, I mean, do the do the Pacers really need more size though? I mean, they have you know they have Ben, they have uh, Turner, they have uh, Bruce Brown. Here. Yeah. I think you could give Wiggins
1: the Smith
0: minutes at least. Yeah, but, you know, you're losing Buddy Heald, who sometimes has been, you know, the second most confident kind of best player on this team. I mean, then again, this team has been so up and down that it makes sense that he is the second best player on this team. But I don't think Wiggins is coming in and replacing that. Um,
1: Big wing see, or... defensive. Something defensive next to Halliburton would be kind of nice.
0: I think they need something offensive. I mean, that's what Heald is there for. But if you take Heald, like this team doesn't have a lot of ball handlers and you can kind of see it in their games a lot. They kind of rely on Tyrese almost like, you know, he's he's like their pacifier. Like they need him every, they just keep turning to him so much that he doesn't even like, I mean, you see him play. It's, he's actually one of the guards. I think he definitely, he moves the most. But he's just so far off the three point line. It's kind of crazy when you watch Pacers games. He just, I mean, I was re-watching that Pacers um Hawks, I think it was a crazy scoring game. And you could see he's just he just hovers out on the out on the perimeter, like not even trying to initiate anything because he knows that they, the ball is just gonna come right back to him. You know, Curry will run around, he'll do stuff. But I mean, you know, outside of Buddy Yield, you know, there's not really a ball handler that you could really trust, maybe on this team. I mean, Nemhard. I think that's why he gets McConnell? minutes, but O'Connell didn't even play last game. I mean, he's had some DMPs here. Like is he hurt? No, it's the coach's decision. What's going on so, with our
1: guy TJ McConnell?
0: I don't know, man. Not I fast know. enough. So I, so I think outside of Nemhard, you know, he's kind of the only other player that can really handle the ball confidently. So and has been playing you know, better as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bruce Brown, yeah, Bruce Brown's not really a ball handler like I mean, you know. Well, uh, looks like the Washingtons and the uh, Huskies are in four, third and goal situation. Try to Wildcat. Did somehow did not work. Oh, almost made it there. But yeah, no, I, I if I'm the if I'm the Pacers I'm saying no. Yeah, I'm saying no cuz it's just Wiggins is just yeah, I mean, he i think the the pacers have enough of wiggins likes players like i think ben is you know similar to wiggins that kind of you know forward who's you know plays defense long can get rebounds but not really a ball handler um you know i think miles hmm. turner is a bigger version of that you know three point shooter um, oh
1: miles turner big wiggins
0: yeah i think he's a big wiggins also you know people kind of expecting greatness from him um wondering if he can take that next jump too with Turner for a couple of years there. We'll Greatness see. from Turner. At least a little, you know, top 10 center in the league, top five. Um, Also Huskies, Huskies, Huskies uh, score running in. With, if they hit this PAT, it'll be 27-24.
1: I know, we really need the Huskies to clutch this one out. Can we focus on the Halberton season yeah, quickly? Yeah, he's
0: having a great season. Shout out. Just we're talking about product.
1: the paces already? Because, I mean, the the thing about them relying on Halliburton so much is, I mean, this is that's kind of what they should be doing, right? Like, the Halliburton season is one of the best offensive seasons. I mean, right now, he's second in the league in offensive box plus minus. He's only behind Jokic. He's the second best offensive player in the league. And he's 27 points a game, 11.8 assists. from the field, 44% from three. Like, who else just, I'll say in history, has had this kind of season where you're doing the lead scoring, but also playmaking, but also the best shooter in the league. Again, 44% from the three-point line, but he's like, I think like six or eight attempts a game. But he's also... Third in the league in true shooting percentage. Like we mentioned earlier, Steph is first and Jalen Johnson is second for the non-centers. So, um,
0: you want the answer? Well, yeah, Woj, who up at 4 a.m. Eastern time, 1 a.m. our time, tweeted out, shout out Woj, working hard, historic November for Halliburton, uh, shout out ESPN stats. 20, like you mentioned, the stats pretty similar. 28.6 points per game, 11.7 assists per game. 53% from the field, 47% from three. That's actually stupid. 47%. Only Michael Jordan, March 8, 1989, and LeBron James, February 2017, 20, and 2018. Something about February. Have ever averaged 25-10 with a 50 and 40% shooting in that month. So... I mean, uh, Tyrese above and beyond that. But like he said in the previous interview, you know, all these stats are nice. He just wants to win. You know, that's literally his word for words is he wants to win. And the team around him definitely is not equipped to do that. And I I don't know. It's 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 uh, I'm seeing some people talk about him being a Midwest, um, a Midwest Dame Lillard. And I can definitely understand why, because. You know, he's playing just such at a good level, great level, that his team's going to be average, and then they're not going to bring any any good free agent or any good – they're not going to get any good draft picks. Their team is in the middle, you know, indie. so no one's going to – it's going to be near impossible to bring any superstars there. And But he's kind of a loyal guy, so he's not really going to cause trouble and make disruption. So I don't know. Maybe he won't follow the Dame Lillard template. Maybe he won't around that long. So when you see these kind of stats for Tyrese, you know, it's great and all, and it's great to put up these, you know, great records. But even he said, it, you know, he just wants to win. That's what he wants to do at the end of the day. And when you look at the team around him, I mean, it makes sense why people are calling him the Midwest Dame. I mean, you know, he's going to be good enough. His team, he's going to, because of his historic play and average players around him, they're going to be good enough to be right in the middle of the standings but not good enough or not good enough to actually compete for anything. Not bad enough to get any draft picks to fix not being good enough for anything. They're an indie, So who's really your, what kind of free agents are you really going to bring? So I don't know, Ram. It's, it's kind of bittersweet when you see players perform like this, because unless they have a drastic change, it's highly unlikely they are going to, you know, be really competing for a championship and I guess, you know, maybe they should just worry about competing for the end season tournament.
1: Yeah, they are in the end season tournament. And you're right. They are like the numbers for Halliburton have actually been historic because if you go through the guys that have like been the like, no, like again, nobody has done the scoring, shooting, playmaking combo. Like, Like Steph, you know, gives you the shooting and the scoring, but I think his highest assist total in a season for his career was like eight and a half assists. You know, the full, like Halliburton, again, is almost 12 assists a game. I think, you know, Russ Harden and Luca; those guys all have the points and the assists, but the shooting efficiency where Halliburton is like a 50, 40, 90 guy, you know, Harden's a 44, 36 guy. Russ is a 43, 30 guy. Luca is a 46, 34 guy. You get a guy like a guy, like a guy like Steve Nash, where you have the shooting and the assists, but I think his highest total for points in a game was 18 and a half. So you have Halliburton at almost 27 points a game. So the only, the only guys that I could find that had similar seasons For the points, the shooting, the playmaking were 73. So 1973, tiny Archibald, 34 points a game, 11 assists, 48% from the field, but no three-point line back then. And he was doing Mm. it playing 46 minutes a game. So that's like the highest all-time by any non-wilt player ever. And if you go per 36 his numbers were 26 and 8 you know fantastic season but again he's playing just insane minutes but really the only one that kind of checks all the other boxes is and this is this is tough because the 1987 magic season is like maybe the best individual season that magic had so again like the impact for magic is I mean, way better than, I don't want to say way better than anything Halliburton's doing, but you know, that's the best record they had on the Lakers. They won the finals that year. He was finals MVP. He won the MVP of the league. He was 24, 12 and 42% from the field that season. Wow. Not really, not really a three point shooter, obviously like Halliburton. So Halliburton, again, it, it's kind of a one of a kind thing. And, Again, like they're like you were saying, they're in the play in picture mix, or not the play in picture, the what the what is it, the in season mm-hmm. tournament? They're mm-hmm. one of the like the four teams in that. For the East, it's them, it's Boston and Milwaukee and New York. And I think they're what? Are they fifth right now in the Eastern Conference play in picture? So yeah, I know he said he's tired of losing, there. but they're getting close. They are getting close to to doing some real winning. Especially if Halliburton's playing like this,
0: yeah, I think he knows though what he uh, his limits are, and um, you know, in terms of what the team can do, I think he just, you know, it's just, it's just tough to keep going. They're another you know, young team though, game. too, right? Yeah, but the, there's no player on this team that has like real second best player potential, unless you know Ben. Your Ben stock is through the roof. I mean, I you know that Ben isn't starting in his second year for a team that has you know Bruce Brown and um, hey, Obi Toppin above bag. him. Yeah, still, but Bruce Brown and Obi Toppin are taking minutes from you. I don't know if I'll and Matherin's been a
1: final a... five guy for him this year. It's not like he's not an important guy. It's not like he's a less important guy in no, the rotation.
0: He is. Yeah. But he hasn't taken that jump yet, you know, in terms of... His shooting has been up and down. Yeah, it's been shaky. But Um, he could be like a
1: third guy. Is he like a second and a half guy? He's a tough one because he's close. And I do think, I do, I like the Bruce Brown signing. I like him on that team. I mean, this is the best. Statistically, this is like the best offense in the league. So they're doing a lot of things right. They're just bad on defense.
0: Horrid. Horrid. But uh, real quick, did you want to really quickly pick the in-season tournament brackets? It's like eight teams, so we can blitz this one out. We can do picks. If you want to do real quick. Um, over in the West, we got Lakers versus Suns. 1-4 matchup. I don't know. I, I might take the upset here. The Lakers have just been so up and down. And Devin Booker, with his playmaking, he's been on fire as of late. Um, KD, I think is he, is he healthy still? I think he's still out there playing. Ben um, is right having now. a
1: 50-50-90 season. It might even be like oh, a 55-50-90. Really?
0: Uh, yeah, he is currently playing right now. They are playing. Oh, it was Booker who was hurt, or he's out at least this game. Um, They're playing currently halftime against the Nuggets. It's 70-63, so let's see if Booker is coming back. Is Booker hurt? Um, that does change things if Booker's not there.
1: There's eight assists uh, a game um, right ankle now.
0: injury. Yeah, it's, it is dumb. Um, yeah, if, if Booker's back, I'm picking the Suns. I don't know. Yeah, you the Suns. One are, game. I had the, have the
1: Lakers beaten, the Lakers or the Cowboys right now? Have they beaten an over 500 team so far? The no, Lakers no, had a no, good no, win.
0: probably not did you see
1: any of that lakers sixers game a 44 point loss at all
0: oh no i did not go back and look at it isn't that the one where lebron got the record he got the record for minutes played i want to say
1: he he got the record for worst loss in his career
0: yeah one day after one day before mj had the same number of points I saw that, yeah. Um, terms of age, yeah, it was crazy. Crazy stat. For people at home, I mean, uh, there was a certain age, specific age, where MJ got a 44-point loss worst of his career, and LeBron had his one day before in terms of age. So that was crazy. But yeah, no, well, their MJ best still best win... Go.
1: It took MJ longer pro- to lose by 44.
0: Their best win is probably a one-point win over the Rockets. Oh! Yeah. Yikes! Yeah, one point over the Rockets. Um, it definitely the Rockets are a good team. Yeah,
1: but the Lakers trying to win a Don't title worry.
0: here. Don't worry, Pistons. We didn't forget about you. I got, I got some stats for y'all. But just because mm-hmm. I bounced on the got the Spurs so hard, you know, we gotta, we gotta be fair here on the show. Also, shout out Washington. they they got the ball back up twenty four. 24, and they're marching down the field right now. And I think they might be in the red zone. I'm telling you that deep attack. I was hearing about it all year. Watching it though, I don't. You know, is there is there a case to be made? Are we watching the? Do we need to reveal what you what you
1: said about Michael Penix when we turn on the game?
0: Okay, look. I only full disclosure. I only watch college football like the last like a week or two before conference championship. And then, you know, once they're all good, because most of the regular season doesn't matter for the good teams, like they're going to win them all anyway. So I just watch near the end when you have all the arguments about who's in, who's out. And uh, so conference championship is probably the first time I actually sit down and watch a game. I'm like, you know, as a warm up for the football playoff. And I did not know that Michael Penix was black. Okay. I have not met a lot of, you know, uh guys called you know michael black michaels who just go by full michael usually there's mike you go by middle name something that's true is mike
1: Penix black
0: mike p but i don't know i think you i think i think you might go in the middle name let's see what's michael what's michael Pro-Nicks. I don't know. That's definitely, definitely, that's definitely w- uh, putting your name on the application kind of job. Terrence. His name. Oh, okay. Michael
1: Terrence okay. Penix.
0: Terrence. Terrence Penix. it has got to be some kind of nickname. Definitely Black Kid. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Okay, so Suns over Lakers. If Booker's playing. Um. <laughs> Pelicans and Kings. Zion's been playing out of his mind, but I don't, I don't think the anyone's beating the flaming hot Kings right now.
1: Yeah, Zion's playing so good that they had to sit Wemby tonight. Unfortunately, didn't want to risk know,
0: it. Didn't want to get dunked on.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, Pelicans over the Kings. Game? I don't know.
0: Tra- Trey Murphy coming back. Are you taking?
1: Is he out for the year? I think he's out for the year.
0: Or, I thought he was. There's someone coming back. Herb Jones? That one's coming back.
1: Are you taking Pelicans? I'll take the I'll take the Kings.
0: Oh no, he back. Yeah, Trey Murphy's back.
1: Trey Murphy's he beat, back? He
0: beat y'all. Yeah, he he scored 18 and 3 in his game against y'all. He today. played. Yep. Yeah. It says He made me uh, turn Trey the game Murphy off returns. to go play to helps- go watch this Pac 12 championship game. So helps Pelicans pound
1: Spurs. Oh, geez. Unfortunately, I'm in a one-screen setup right now, so when we get a two-screen setup, we can fire mm-hmm. up the Spurs and the Pac-12, but until that, If Wemby would have played, no, though, I, don't, I, I don't think, think it would have been wanna... a tough call.
0: It would have been a tough call. This is a good game, though. Yeah, Yeah, no, it's a great game, and I don't think we want to see the continuation of this 14-game losing streak. I guess I might as well just quickly talk about the um the pistons oh shoot no not that uh the pistons losses since we're talking about teams that lost, lost a lot and we're jumping all over the place so the pistons i know there was a post here that i saved yes shout out mm-hmm. ig sometimes they got the best you know post that you got you got breaking down but of course once i go I back and it look it at all the exactly uh the the Pistons now have the word have the longest losing streak in franchise history at 15 games and this was after the lakers game so they might have another one let me Hmm. me actually look yeah they're at 16 they're at 16 they're continuing their own history so over and this is not just a one-time thing um so they've lost by 26 19 and 23 29 so that's four different scores at the margins that they've lost by in this uh, in this losing streak they've had three separate 12 plus game losing streaks since 2012 <clears throat> and they, over the past five seasons they've had they've gone 82 and 238 like this is this Jeez. is not <laughs> this is not a uh, one Over the past five seasons, they've had one season-worth games of winning, like if they went perfect for a season. And you might think, you know, oh, that's that's really bad. Yeah, no, this is historically bad. In the calendar year of 2023, they have had nine wins. The Detroit Lions have had ten. Yeah, the Detroit Lions have had ten wins in that year. Their football team has had more wins (laughs) in this calendar year than the basketball team. That's ridiculous. That's just, that's just stupid. That's inexcusable. You need, if I'm Adam Silver, some owner is coming into my office and we're talking like, what's, do you need help? Do you need, like, this is inexcusable, man. And it's its crazy. And, you know, also shout out the Frisbee team still hasn't won a game. And since Mm. the inception of the team either. So I don't know, is Detroit just down right now? I don't know. The Lions team is winning though. So whatever, but. You get for y'all at home, good. yeah, there's there's no way there's no way your your professional football team should have more wins than your basketball team in the calendar year. That's that's just dumb. That's just stupid.
1: They've got the Cavs as their next game, and then Grizzlies after that, and then Magic, Pacers, Sixers, Sixers, Bucks, Hawks. It oh, it might gosh. get bleak here for the Pistons. <laughs> it's going to be tough. They don't play the Spurs until January tenth.
0: Honest, I God mean it. both also those teams are gonna Washington, win at one game before that. Lead. Oh, the worst part is Kate Cunningham's actually playing decently. Like he's not, he is taking another step. It's just, it's just so bad. Benching, they had to bench. Yeah, they benched Jaden Ivy and sword Thompson this last game. Um. Motorcade is is Cade's nickname, I guess. Um, oh,
1: that's not bad.
0: But yeah, on the a couple nights ago against the Knicks, he went thirty-one, seven and two. I mean, I don't seven and eight. I don't know. It's just when I saw that lion stat, I'm like, okay, this is that's another level. That's just that's just another level. Like y- you can't even compare it.
1: And we had our questions about Monty Williams too taking this job because you know, we don't want to say too much about his off season. We get what happened, but they also offered him a lot of money and it seemed like this was kind of a bag chase opportunity. And you know, it's, it's a the bleak most roster. Ever? Was it, was it the most ever? The yeah. number one?
0: Yeah. I think it was the highest. He's at least the highest paid in the league. I think it might've been the most ever for money. That's insane.
1: <laughs> he's got to be do. he's got to be doing something with this roster. Can you get the Frank Reich? <laughs> oh how gosh. quickly, how quickly it's, do they, it's... how long do they let this go? Because 15 games is nuts.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the largest. So he got paid the 78, six year contract, 78.5 million. And according to Woj, the largest coaching deal an NBA history and um, he's continued and what was the to the total number again. Co- 78.5 million over six mm. years. So about 13 million a year. Um, and he's continued to uh, he's kept it going. He's kept going Detroit basketball. That's for sure. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's just sad. It's, it's really sad. I mean, I thought they had a cornerstone something and you know, we know some teams, you know, we've said some teams can't, you know, there's there's gonna be tough times for some teams, but this is this is inexcusable. Like it's bad.
1: And Pop it bad. makes um, it looks like Pop makes sixteen million a year. So Pop is still the okay, highest so I think he did annual yeah. salary guy. But the total dollar number for Monty Williams getting the largest ever. I wonder how much of that is guaranteed because if it's not all of it, he might not see all of it. I'm not gonna lie to you, Monty Williams. You better have got some good guarantees on that contract. Cause you're not gonna be seeing that God. full bag if you keep this up.
0: It is, it is. Yeah, he's it's it's bad. It's bad. Uh, but anyway, he's back burning to burning cash. He's something. He's burning something and it ain't wins. It needs, he needs that team needs prayers. They need a lot of help. And they they've got talent. They just they're not performing. Um so back to uh the N season tournament, which we're in the middle of. Uh you said who oh. did you pick, Kings or Pelicans? Kings. Darren Fox. All right, King. Okay. Yeah, me too. Uh oh, you I'm- picked the Kings? Bucks. Yeah, I'd take the Kings. Can I yeah. switch
1: my pick? I don't wanna we uh, don't want to pick okay. all the
0: same games. Okay.
1: I I feel that, that game that game could go either way. I picked the
0: Pelicans. It could. Okay. Uh Bucks over Knicks. Uh Bucks uh I have Bucks over Knicks. I'll East. take the
1: Bucks, yeah. yeah. Who's at home? Oh no, these are in Celtics. Vegas, right? These are neutral yeah. sites.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah, I think I'll still taking take the box. <laughs> um I don't know. The Bucks have been shakier though this year. That is true. They have. Uh
1: Jalen Brunson Pace is- could be five team.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then Pacers versus the Celtics. I don't know. I think the Celtics should be the favorites to win this one. I uh, win the whole tournament. They're I'll take the Pacers. Like favorites. All right, I'll take I'll take my boy Tatum. Um, and then semifinals. I think we both have the Suns and Kings. Oh, you have the Suns and Pelicans. I have, I have the, the Suns and Pelicans. Kings. Yeah, I I. Oof. Should yeah, I take the Pelicans if, if the again? Suns are healthy, I don't. I'm thinking. I think I might take the King. I don't know. I mean, I was gonna. Now that you're games? saying that,
1: can I switch my Pelicans pick back? I kind of want to put the Kings in the finals.
0: Yeah, they are. They are. This is this tournament was made for them.
1: It was made for something
0: crazy to happen. Yeah, it's it's definitely their kind of thing, and I think the Suns are kind of banged up, like we've already mentioned. So. I'm taking the Kings, and uh, I think yeah, they're in the I can't,
1: finals. I can't, I can't disagree with you. I got to take the Kings, too. It always happens.
0: Yeah. The Kings the finals. A, I don't know.
1: Pacers, Kings, finals.
0: And uh, if you hadn't already had this Washington game turned on, I, I'd highly recommend it. Oregon gets a quick score and looks to be what should be a touchdown. They're at least first and goal. Um with two minutes left in the game they're reviewing it and it'll probably be ruled a touchdown i don't think he stepped out of bounds here uh look at the feet work shout out yeah i think he crossed the plane so uh chances are three-point game with two minutes left michael Penix, the black quarterback that we didn't know is gonna have to win it i didn't i did not know that's still it's egregious i I can't believe i didn't know mtp um bucks uh, so i got bucks versus celtics on the other side in the semifinals you got bucks versus pacers i think either way i think the bucks are gonna lose
1: i'm taking Am the I crazy Pacers. for saying that yeah i'm yeah. taking the pacers pacers kings finals
0: i think the defense for the Pacers is just so bad i don't think they can beat the celtics but hey who knows maybe injuries who knows but all right, so you got you got Kings Pacers. I got Kings Celtics. Um, I think stats wise, if there's like a stats thing and the Nuggets, you didn't you counted out the Nuggets. Maybe this would be a finals anyway. Um, hmm. but uh, who are you who are you, you wait? You saying Kings are the Kings no, are the Kings said. of the in season tournament, taking them Kings over everything. Hmm. In this game I, against I, the, can I, I, the
1: Pacers, win three games in a row like this. Halliburton <laughs> did say he was sick. I feel like Halliburton wants this more than anybody.
0: You think he's going like to like he really like average that. 40 for this tournament? <laughs> like this he might.
1: I think I might pick Halliburton.
0: 40 and 10.
1: <laughs> Their defense is so bad. Their defense is not good enough to win this.
0: It's probably. so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Celtics to win it all. Shout out my boy Tato. I think I think this team, I think the Celtics team is honestly the best team in the league. And Ooh. they yeah, I think, I think, I mean, this, you know, today they handle business against the 76ers. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. My boy Tatum got ejected. What's homie doing?
1: Oregon currently lining Breaking up for news. the onside kick. Did they miss
0: the extra point? Oh, no, they, took no, they didn't. They okay. got it. Oh, no. Nothing happened. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, I think, can they just knee it out? No, they still have timeouts, but...
0: Yeah, they still have timeouts. Ooh, and plus is a
1: nail-biter. Washington gets in no matter how close Wow.
0: Looks like the Celtics had to finish the game out without Tatum. They finished, finished out the fourth quarter because Tatum got ejected after accidentally smacking someone in the face. I think he was yelling at the ref. Yeah, he hit Rocco in the elbow in the head which got a foul and uh I guess Tatum was talking too much. Is that his
1: first ejection? That's not his first, is it?
0: Mm, he doesn't say. I think so.
1: It would I mean it would probably it would say if it was. So
0: Man, I like those jerseys too. Those black ones. Mm. Yeah, Tatum ejected. I love how they show Paul Pierce right after he got ejected. (laughs) Said, "Look for a Celtic who knows about walling out." Um, but yeah, Celtics handle business. But yeah, I I really do think Celtics are the uh, the best consistent team in the league. Shout out Al Horford. Just finding I don't know he must have a fountain of youth in his house or something. Twenty and six in this game. Um he just always cooks the 76ers every time he plays them. But yeah, I think the on winner might three game winning streak. Hey, so I much? think
1: the winner of that in season tournament might be from that Pelicans Kings game.
0: Mm, okay. Is that
1: my take? That might be my take. Uh,
0: that's your hot take. Uh, let's see. So the Celtics...
1: I guess if you're going for this values... Year, the,
0: <clears throat> the Celtics have lost only four games, one of them to the really hot Magic, World Champions Magic, an overtime loss against flaming hot LaMelo Paul. They did only beat the Grizzlies yeah. by two, but that's besides the point. Um, they did drop a game against the 76ers with MP. and... Um, I think yeah, that game Embiid and Bead and Maxi combined for like fifty-two points. Um, let's see, and then their other last loss was against overtime against the Timberwolves, who are right now number one in the East or in West. And is this is the most days the Timberwolves have ever been top of the West at ten? Hmm. So that they, so they've been this season they've been on top of the West for ten days. And then before this season, their franchise in total has been top of the West ever for 10 days. So <clears throat> even with Garnett that confusion years. that, yeah, yeah, I think it's Garnet. yeah. But even with that confusion that Edwards has um, in his hip, hopefully he comes back safe. But yeah, pretty much showing the Celtics outside of some crazy game by someone or, you know, playing a really hot team, um, they're pretty much unbeatable. I don't know. They've, they've been on one th- this year, but we'll see. You we'll can see.
1: still get you can still get the Celtics at pretty good odds here. I got the odds pulled up for the in season tournament. Big third down for Washington. I guess more for more so for Oregon to save the season. I'm a, I know Don't I'm a little it. bit ahead of Sam, so I won't I won't. You are anyways, a little but, ahead. I'm
0: still on second and seven.
1: Oh, so a little bit of a spoiler. Big third down coming up. Boston. The third
0: coming up, Jim.
1: Big down coming up, Jim. We're, we're going to get that as a drop. We're going to figure out how to do drops. We're going to start playing that as a drop. Boston, three to one right now to win the in season tournament. That's honestly pretty good value. Like you're saying, best team, three to one against a pretty small pool is not bad, but plus 350. Milwaukee's plus 350. Sacramento plus 490. The Lakers plus 550. Six to one for the Suns and 12 to one Dang. for the Pelicans. That feels like the best bet.
0: Fourteen yeah. to one for the Pacers. Dang, this Seventeen camera, to one for
1: the Knicks.
0: Not to detract this thing again, but this camera work—they just have a ten-minute oh, shot here. of Bo Nix with his Gatorade towel on his head. Like, can we can we leave the college student alone? Okay, yeah, no, I definitely think this is the time though to bet before this tournament starts. But who knows? I'm really excited for this one-game tournament, and I think the Pacers could Mm -hmm. upset this team for sure. I mean, if any team, I think if there's any team that could be really, really hot in terms of, you know, offensive output, and you just have a, oh my gosh, what is going on moment, Mm -hmm. it's definitely the Pacers. I mean, outside the Kings as well, but the Pacers will be the Cinderella of this tournament, if anyone will be.
1: Pacers Um, are plus 184 to win the game, you're probably better off just betting them to win every game. 72% of the spread on Boston. 85% of the money on Boston as well. The Pacers are looking tempting. I might be doing a Pacers-Pelicans parlay. Mm. And the Suns are underdog? A Pacers-Pelicans-Suns parlay?
0: Okay. Okay. giving betting advice. All right. I we might finally get nine got to, one to the on third this. down. Finally got to Fourteen one. <clears throat> well, let's see what happens. They got a two left, two right wide receivers. Penix steps back. Oh, that's a tough first down. That's a tough saw first the play? down. Yeah. You just, saw you just saw Washington. go Did to the get this? playoff. Can someone get this towel off his head? Mm. Please. Do you know NFL scouts are already talking about that? Oh, I just didn't like how you had it.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good. He's passionate.
0: Yeah, but he's not up there cheering for his teammates. He's not getting his head up. That's a great
1: locker room.
0: We'll see. Poor guy. threw a pick
1: tonight. 21 of 34, three tutties. Still, Still a pretty good game. From Bo Nix.
0: Statistically, he had a better game than Penix. I think, right?
1: Penix was 27 39 for 119 in a tutty. One pick. Yeah. Pen- Penix 21 34, 239 yards, three touchdowns. Oh, okay. One pick.
0: Oh, three touchdowns. Okay. They just didn't update the...
1: So the fantasy numbers are probably close, but.
0: Nah, three touchdowns is win.
2: gonna
0: put your head. Um, let's see. Was there anything? else? One hundred twenty-six rush yards. Basketball. Right. Um, uh, Magic are playing out of their minds right now. Um, did you want to talk about Cuban selling the team? He's selling majority uh, stake. He's still being in charge of basketball ops. So I don't even know how much that means. What that means for the, um, <clears throat> Mavs. Uh, no, honestly, but Jason Kidd. Did you see him walking away from stage? It was such a calm walkout. Uh, they were asking about Donchick and Kyrie's clutch rating and how it's a lot better this year. And he was like, oh, all well, you guys just keep hating on our team. And it, it's one of the funniest clips because Jason Kidd is are so you, calm when he's talking up? about it. I don't know. Let's see if we can. Hopefully IT won't. Let's see if IT can pull it up. It uh-huh. was just a random clip and I was like, I would never have really heard Jason Kidd talk. For a while, like not at a press conference. Mm. Um, and um, when I saw the news initially,
1: when I saw the news initially, I was a little shocked because I, you know, it's Cuban selling the team, but like you said, you know, big picture, it's a majority stake he's selling, and he's still in control of basketball operations. So on the court, nothing really changes that much. That much, it's more obviously the business side of things and. It is a really interesting move from Cuban. If uh, we wanted to dive into it, I think he's trying to get into the casinos and the resort stuff. Oh, and it uh, we need to
0: get some some permissions to share here. Oh, do I need to give you access? Shout out the host, but yeah, no, you're right. I think uh, he's oh, so that was Tatum's second technical that he got thrown out for. Yikes, um, <clears throat> Punching but yeah, miles? I mean, yeah, okay, you're good. See uh it was um okay let's see here do you see it
2: we're getting we're
1: there is there sound can you hear it Did you hear the sound up oh.
0: can you hear it now You
1: might have to try again and share the sound.
0: Might have to what? Try
1: it again and just share the sound.
0: Oh, let's see. Real quick. Uh... Oh, there we go. Okay, okay, yeah, share sound. All right, let's try this again.
1: Grandpa Sam slips
3: out every now Uh and then. I read the clutch situations were a struggle. Uh Uh, What in this year, you guys are among the best in the league in those situations. What have you seen the difference in the dynamic, you know, specifically with uh, Luke and Kyrie when you're closing games? Um, I think maybe, Tim, maybe it's the things that you guys thought should have happened day one, is that they should be successful right off the bat. Um, And it takes time. Failing is all right. It's not a bad thing to fail. Um, for a pro athlete because you can get better and learn from it and those two are the best in the world and we feel very comfortable with those two having the ball. Sometimes it goes in, sometimes it doesn't Um, but we learn from it and I think they've answered that question um, from day one. Um, As you just mentioned, they're one of the best if not the best in clutch time but that was a big, big thing you guys wanted to make a big deal about last year but you're not making a big deal about it this year because it's going good. Right? So write some positive shit. I just asked you a question. And I'm giving you a answer. <laughs> like, I'm, you guys, you know, there's all right to write positive stuff. People will read your positive <laughs> You don't always have to be negative, right? Like, it's, it's just the world's already negative enough, right? So let's see some positive stuff on some positive people that are playing, doing their job on a nightly basis. Making it a lot easier to do that this year. Well, we're only into this year. We can't go back to last year, right? Like That's the problem. Have a good night.
1: Was that Bonteps? Shout out to our guy, It's It's okay to fail is a tough take from your head coach. I'm not going to lie. It's a tough perspective from
0: your head coach. I get what he's saying, but... When you're not in the position
1: of the Spurs, if you're in the Spurs position and your guys are all twenty,
0: yeah, I don't. I think I think it was just so calming his voice. I that's definitely the most calming mad walkout I've seen from an NBA head coach ever. Yeah, definitely not. Who's
1: the NFL guy that got really mad? uh,
0: I don't know. I don't know. Was he a Bears uh, coach? This game is pretty much down and sealed. Coach is getting doused already. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is the running back broke for a big run, so they can get him V information. But uh
1: Michigan's yeah. gonna play Washington.
0: Yep. Now going to a little bit of piercing truth. Let's hit up these corners. Rem, Spotify wrapped react. You want to wanna... give your artists?
1: Yeah, do we want to unveil our Spotify Wrapped? Here, let me pull it up quick. Okay, okay. Let me get, let me get my We Spotify. can start
0: from five on up.
1: Oh, are we gonna do I a I did countdown? have a
0: friend. Yeah, we can do a countdown, make it interesting. I did have a friend who had Drake in their top five, even though they, they really didn't like the last Drake album. And it is funny to see how many people have Drake and they're in their wrapped and they're like, uh, and it's like, yeah, you kinda yeah, that that is you. Don't quit trying to hide.
1: Well just wait for the list just wait for the list and i'm going to be i'm going to be fully transparent i'm going to try to be fully transparent
0: shout With, out uh, tran tra- 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 rem parent okay let's see here
2: oh
1: trans rem is a different character than transparent rem i got to be you got to be careful there um spotify react is for the artist. my number 5 so I guess I guess yeah. I will we'll 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 unveil the list until I tell you who's yeah. not on it and who who I'm stunned. But number five is the most shocking one to me. It's it's Jack Harlow sneaking on there. And mm. I don't know I don't number know if we want to no number five.
0: Number five? Okay, okay, good. I was worried you revealed your number one for a second there. But Harlow, okay.
1: And I don't I don't you know, we'll we'll unveil the songs too, top songs, but this is this is shocking to me, and I, really? I've gone, you know, Spotify gives you the top 100. I've gone through, I've tried to look at the stats, and nothing against my guy Harlow, but there's another artist that I was just stunned that was not in my top five, and uh, I would probably have assumed he would have been in the Harlow spot, but hey, Harlow would have been in my top seven or eight regardless. So, eh, maybe okay, top okay. top seven is probably strong. Definitely top ten, definitely a top ten rotation guy, and apparently he snuck up to number five, but. I'm not super mad about it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Having. All right. That was my I, yeah, biggest. Harlow. That was
1: my. That was my biggest. That was my biggest complaint, though. But it's not. It's not too bad.
0: Did you see the Harlow halftime show? Or in on Thanksgiving Day?
1: I saw the Dar- Dolly Parton one. Mmm. It was a lot better than the Harlow one. You <laughs> got the Harlow first one. I'm proud
0: of Sam. Harlow was just like a pool. It was like one of those pool slides. You know those those water slides that you get in your backyard that's like plastic and you jump on. It's like when you lay the tarp tarp. down and put the hose. Yeah. Yeah. He had like a tarp and like an igloo on it. It was kind of sad. Um, the Jack Carlo halftime
1: show is lacking, huh? I saw a couple clips of it. I mean, the thing is he has money now. Yeah. I don't know why he's a big guy. He can, he can put some stuff together.
0: It was like last minute, probably. Um, but my number five, I gotta go with Coach. Ice, or that's who it was. Ooh. Um, yeah, it is someone who keeps popping up on my streams. And it's definitely, yeah, very unique, very um upbeat. And um yeah, one of the ones, something that's probably similar with all of them, except for maybe one is you probably can't understand what they're saying, but you know
1: mumble yeah, rap is that the,
0: is that the official the vibes yeah does
1: your thing do like a genre breakdown does it say like mumble rap um, is one of the options no
0: it just says rap is my top genre wait how many how many thousands of minutes did you listen where are you at
1: so how i don't know how i should maybe i should ask you first i was in like the top top users i'm a heavy heavy spotify guy i was ninety thousand plus i think i was 90 wow. i want to say 93 Ninety-three K. Uh, I know.
0: I know you were listening a lot more while working, though, right? You're yeah. you're a listening work kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're clocking in and listening. I was I was at forty-one thousand. I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't. I mean, I clocked a little bit, but yeah, most of my work, I couldn't listen. But I wish I could.
1: What Let me see good? if I can Seven. pull up the pull up like the stats too, because it says like how many different artists you've listened to throughout the course of the year, the different songs. So, I have over 2,000 different songs, 2,100 songs.
0: Yeah, that was about there too. I was 23. Oh, okay.
1: So, you're a little bit more than me.
0: Yeah, I was. I knew I at had 40, 44,000, 49. I was like, whoa. 49 different songs?
1: 49,000. Or
0: 4,900. 49,000 different songs? 4,900. 4,900. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. 92.7 was my total minutes listen. 2100 songs and 1043 artists just over a thousand different artists
0: okay what's your podcast time
1: it's a split so the podcast thing is a little different now too because i will say like this past year it's definitely i'm definitely listening to much a lot of them more on youtube yeah compared to spotify a lot of my favorite
0: ones uh Oh, I YouTube played a thousand, well. 19, 1939 number of songs this year.
1: So I'm about, yeah. I'm about 60 K music on Spotify in about 30 K.
0: Okay. Podcasts. Yeah. A whole lot of podcasts. All right. Who's your four?
1: My number four, this is where the list really starts to get good. Number four, number four in minutes, number one in our hearts. It's our guy, J Cole. Mm. And really, really, he should be number four. Really, he should be number one. But mm-hmm. we'll 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 explain that when we get to number one. Uh,
0: okay, okay. But he okay. is
1: also number four. The songs right. in the J Cole library have put him at number
0: four. All right, I got uh, Lil Uzi at four, and I don't even know how, how he got there. I don't even know how he got. There. I, I mean, I guess I want to rock. I'm trying to think. I don't. I guess were there was you on a song, some of the older? one. Yeah. Um. Which one? The. Let's see here. I, I, Let me I find my number I, one
1: Lil Uzi song because he he definitely made an com- appearance in the top one hundred. It
0: was definitely funny to look at my top one hundred and be like, "Oh, this is like all my like songs."
1: This is this year was my probably the best best top one hundred I've gotten so far. I was. Yeah. Uh, Really liked my music taste. Let's see.
0: The Way Uh, Life Goes? No, Uh, but that's, that was, uh, Watch This, Just Wanna Rock. Those were the two. Watch This was definitely up there. And then there was, um, uh, it was one of his older ones.
1: Oh, and Shooter. Shooter was in my top 100 as well too, Playboy Cardi. He's on that. Mm. That was sneaking in on the bottom, though. That was 90, 96?
0: I'm trying to see. It's from his release. Is it for fun? Yeah. For fun? Yeah, for fun was the other lazy mm. one. I was listening to a lot. That's a new for one? Fun. Let me throw that yeah. in the playlist. No, well, it's from last year. It's was like, um, so that, watch this and just want to rock, I guess. Oh, this was off that? his
1: red and white pack. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Merc just for and you. oh no. It's a hit was on that. Okay. I'm I remember when he dropped this. Yeah.
0: All right. Who's your number three? Trace, Trace, Trace. Kendrick. Yeah. My number three was actually a new one this year. I had a friend who put me onto him. Um, and he had like two songs I really, 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 really liked. Um, called Lucky, kind of a newish Holy guy. Um, he had. Kind of he's lucky? definitely. Yeah, BKI, Yeah. Six point two uh, million
1: listeners a month on Spotify. Yeah,
0: yeah his new new drink and um, what was the other one? Um, I'm trying to find it his, his album this year money grunt. And,
2: oh,
1: <laughs> no
0: no not that one the kids. Even there was one song I kind of It was like me in 2022
1: there. wake up lucky in 2021 he's got uh, albums going all the way back to 2013 so he's been around he's yeah, put he's in been the work around. I might in have to give lucky song. a shot You've got to be in the top one percent of lucky listeners.
0: Yeah, but they didn't show it because I didn't yeah, I didn't he wasn't my number one, so they didn't show how many. Mm. But almost back and new drink with the two by him that I kept listening to. So it's kind of funny. Mm. The number one person song, I I don't even have that as my one of my top artists. My number one song. Is just that's funny? Um, who's your number two?
1: Can I even say this? Do we have to cut this out? Kanye? Oh uh.
0: Just listen. I'm listening gonna, to the music. I thought this was gonna. I thought this was gonna get me canceled. Just
1: Kanye in the music section, mm. not Kanye in the podcast mm. section.
0: Uh-oh. Kanye
1: music is the listening hours.
0: Him. Yikes. Okay. Except
1: maybe the drink jams.
0: Ye. Ye. Okay. No. Number two for me was Drake. Drake, mm. is, Drake came in at number two. Yeah. Who's your number one? Who's the number one artist for REM this year? Yeah, it was Drake. Ah, Drake was number one. Okay. It was Drake. And really, it was J. Cole because
1: the songs that put him up on the top were the songs that he dropped this year with J. Cole. But I think the, you know, what he showed that is important with dropping music now in the streaming era is, you know, the library that you have. Like when you drop music, it just, people are on you now in a way where they just kind of go back and dive back into the whole Drake thing. And, Drake's library at this point is so large. There's just so many Drake songs in any playlist. He has yeah. so much music. It's not even again. It's not even like J Cole is. probably Jay my favorite guy. Like J Cole is my number one guy. But just the. Um, I mean, this is the 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 Spotify rankings are a math thing. The math mm-hmm. is right now that Drake Cole just had or, or Drake Cole. Drake Cole is going to okay. be a, that's a killer tour. That's hey, about. They're being on but... tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Drake is. Just the amount of minutes of Drake that are out there is, you know, uh, there's so much good Drake that's out there now that, yeah, I mean it's 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 hard for him not to be this this high up in in your list.
0: No, for real. I mean, he just has everything on there, so no, that's why I'm number two. But number one, I got someone who collaborated with Drake. Uh, this past year, Yeet, um, and 0.1 percent of listeners two years in a row. So still still uh support my boy Yeet.
1: Now is will. that just is that just happen naturally or do you know Spotify rap's happening at the end of the year? Yeet's my guy. I'm gonna listen to Yeet a little bit more. Cause I'm not gonna lie, the last this was couple definitely of years natural
0: this year, yeah. Was it? Yeah, this year was a lot more because I already had like the infrastructure of his songs in my playlist already. And I I mean I wasn't gonna take them okay. down, I wasn't gonna stop listening to him. So now I'm just used to them. They're just they're just there, you know? And it's like, well, I'm not going to take this out. You know, like, uh, I guess near the bottom, my like songs. So I like changing out what I have for my like songs. And like my bottom four that I've just never moved on from are all Yeet songs. And it's like Twizzy, yeah. Twizzy Rich is probably, yeah. Now I'm Just Better. It's just, I, yeah. It's really tough to move on from. Still counting.
1: I'm not going to lie. The last couple of years, I've definitely juiced my numbers a little bit. Definitely been like, okay, this is, this is my number one song. I'm going to play a little bit more, but this year, this year was just like totally natural. That's why the Drake thing was number one. It's just, there's so many Drake songs. And again, it was the J Cole thing. So that, that might be my biggest thing. Like suggestion to Spotify would be, you know, again, like Drake, I guess Drake gets the credit for those songs, but if you're listening to a song because of the feature, like weirdly, the feature should get credit for it, right? Because again, like that's the reason some. that you're there.
0: Yeah, at least some credit. I don't know. There's got to be a way they pay them. There's got to be a way they give them credit. Well, for I mean, it. I'm
1: sure they're getting money, but I'm just saying, in the the, yeah. the numbers, the Spotify wrapped.
0: Yeah. Again, really, so, J I mean, Cole should be my money. number one. <laughs> and the the you just one really that really want J Cole to be number one.
1: The one that got left out that I just I still don't understand is Biggie. I don't understand how Biggie is not in my top five.
0: Mm, He said, "I gotta, guys, gotta give me respect." Because I mean, if if,
1: if my top five songs, I mean, he's got two of my top five songs.
0: Yeah,
1: and he's got three or four in the top twenty.
0: Let's see. I had Gunna in my top five songs. My number one song. Uh, called Ron Artest is I don't even know what the artist's name is I just hmm. like the song the song is just that good Yeah Glory it's Boy not- 1108 I don't even know but for some reason that was my number one song I had no idea that that was going to be my number one song But uh, I had a,
1: a Biggie I had Biggie More Money More Problems number 1 Okay Champion Kanye West number 2 one mic, one gun. Nas and Twenty One Savage, number three. Juicy Biggie making his second appearance, and then Feel the Fire. Metro Boomin, ASAP Rocky takeoff.
0: to month. Once a- so yeah, I had Ron Artest by Glory Boy, one one oh eight on one. Almost Back by Lucky, new drink by Lucky. Yeah, yeah, by uh by Yeet. I'm surprised that's the number one Yeet song, but. That's a good one. And then somehow the Gunna new album, ooh, have you mean the? That's all I don't know. It's it's good. It's the the Gunna album was strong. I don't know how I made it late late comeback. Made it to the fifth. I can't be um, mad about that. I respect that. The Gunna you know, album was a good album. Hopefully, hopefully, my uh parents aren't listening to this part of the section. This is just Spotify. It's just you know. Don't worry
1: about. There's the going going back to the entire playlist. There was only five pop songs in my top 100. It was basically all, you know,
0: cool music. Yeah, it was interesting to go in the top 100. It's interesting.
1: You want to know what my number one pop song was? What? Just for research purposes.
0: Just for research.
1: It bleep this part out. It was the Billie Eilish Barbie song.
0: Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that was a great song.
1: Must have been on that right after the movie.
0: <laughs> I got some ice bites. Yeah, mm. I don't know. some uh, and there's, I a, there's some a couple Elton John sneaking on there. But I don't feel, yeah, like I some, I feel like that counts
1: as like pop music.
0: some instrumental cracked in there. Um, first person shooter was ninety seventh, ninety eighth, fifth, fourth.
1: First-person shooter was shockingly high on mine. Uh, shockingly, like a little too high for a song that just came out. Exactly. Yeah, look, it's in my. It's it's in, it's. This has got to be my top thirty.
0: Yeah, if you look at it on desktop, it says the number next to it. Oh, does it? Doesn't? Here, let me pull
1: it up quick on desktop. Yeah. The other one that really pushed the J. Cole Drake thing over the top was. J. Cole was on a Drake song in his... I think it was... Well, he it was on the Care Package album. It, was that 2019? Mm-hmm. Called mm-hmm. Jodeci's Freestyle. And that was a song... That song was top 10. That song was number eight. So that push again, the J. Cole Drake thing. Pretty high up. And first-person shooter, 38th. So top 40. In like a month and a half. Yeah. That is actually pretty
0: crazy. Zooming up there.
1: Some new utopia. I know you didn't like that, but.
0: Yeah, it wasn't a bad. All right. I also had some other uh, piercing truth stuff come out. Let me see here if we want to get over to our rundown. Young Thug, currently under. Trial and I guess his lawyer had some truth to tell us about. Um he uh let's see. do you know
1: what young thug stood for before the trial?
0: No, but thankfully his lawyer told us what it now stands for, and you know, I want to make sure we get this right because um I don't so think the young
1: stands th- for anything.
0: They said the Pushing P is about pushing positivity. And then the thug stands for uh, truly humble under God. What's up? Pushing positivity. Young thug, he's a
1: good Christian kid. I don't know what these these prosecutors are looking for. He's a good Christian boy. He prays three times a day. He's humble under God. He's completely innocent.
0: Truly humble under God.
1: Leave young thug alone. Unless of hey, course like, he's doing I, 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 bad I criminal just throw activity. That out there.
0: I'm just throwing that out there, you know. In case you're you get called a thug, just know. They're just saying you're truly humble. <laughs> yeah, just together. know they're
1: calling you a good Christian yeah. boy. That's yeah, all. Yeah,
0: that's all they're saying. It's actually a compliment.
1: Unless, of course, what was they were saying he was head of a gang?
0: Yeah. Let me see. I, I had the article pulled up here. It's it's not good.
1: Young Slime Life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, YSL.
1: Huh. Yeah. YSL? Isn't DK Metcalf learning YSL? Talk <laughs> trash?
0: ASL. Yeah.
1: Young Thug's what attorney's name is Brian Steele.
0: That sounds the, as he, fake as Saul Goodman.
1: It's a Remington Steel reboot.
0: A studio gangster.
1: Also Young Thug's real name, Jeffrey Williams.
0: He's not sitting there telling people to kill people. Doesn't need their money. He's worth tens of millions of dollars. And yes, it is D-L-S-T-E-E-L.
1: Do we need to draft rappers' real names? Because Jeffrey Williams versus Young
0: Thug. Jeff Jeff is just humbly, truly humbly on the truly humble under
1: the Is Jeff Williams a country singer?
0: Jeff Jeffrey Williams, I could see that.
1: I don't know if Jeff Williams is on trial for. He's not defending the name Jeff Williams. He's definitely defending Gunna's, the name. Young
0: it's boy. got caught kind of in a Rico thing.
1: Oh, Gunna is involved too. Your boy Gunna.
0: Yeah. No gun is in it too. Because I think Metro snitch or something. There's something. Boomin? Yeah, that's why no one else was on his album.
1: No way. Did that yeah. actually happen?
0: Yeah. I think Metro Booming Snitch.
1: I am not apparently the streets are not talking to me. Let me see what Metro Boomin' Snitch says.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Let me see. Is the
1: song Snitches and Time Rats have it? anything to
0: do with about it? Let's see. I know he, uh, they're saying he, I don't know. Someone told me like that because his last album, he didn't have anyone. But Metro Boomin produced the album.
1: The last, a young thug album. Didn't he produce a lot of those songs?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought he snitched. Maybe I'm tweaking. There's something, there's something. Who's, on there.
1: Who snitched on young thug? Let's figure this out.
0: Was it the same guy
1: that snitched on Takashi?
0: No, Takashi was the one who snitched.
1: Oh, that's right. Takashi was the snitch. So, this headline from Hip Hop DX says Lil Dirk believes Gunna snitched on Young Thug.
0: Oh, it was was Gunna. Yeah, not Metro Boomin. Jeez. Yeah, Gunna's the one that came out. Yeah, Metro
1: Boomin's not a snitch.
0: Yeah, Metro Boomin would never fold.
1: So, Metro Boomin's going down with the boys.
0: Um. Oh, I did young, have one last
1: Young thug snitching on Jonesboro prompts gonna talk I'm gonna go back and listen to Jonesboro
0: <laughs> I did have one last um thing what can you guess so sometime recently USA Today released the top 5 most popular slang words used by teens in 2023 these are pretty common slang words i think usa today actually did their homework oh. so what is what do you think are some of the most common slang words used by teens and this is the longest word is like 5 letters like this is this is for very, this year very short no curse words obviously yes this year
1: no curse words slang words the kids are using Yep. So you said the longest one is five.
0: Yeah. Like these are short. Oh, This They're is very oh, short.
1: I'm not going to lie. This is the first year I'm officially not a kid.
0: I would yeah, say, I no, know, I know my younger sibling would definitely get this, like knock it out of the park.
1: I would say this is like, even last year, I would say I would have known what the kids are doing. This is the first year. I do not know what the kids are doing. Um, So bougie is not a word they're using anymore?
0: That's six Mm -hmm. letters? No, that's a lot. That's doing a lot. These are just like little, like one, there's one syllable or like, you know, and and, and they all describe stuff, a lot of adjectives. Kids still say lit? Mm, No, but you're on the right track. You're on the right track. Those kind of words.
1: I honestly don't even know slang words like that anymore. I say my... What is what are the kids saying? Are there any clues you can give me? Um Are these slang words that like have have been popular? Are these new?
0: Yeah. No, they've been popular. Okay,
1: okay. They're not totally new slang words.
0: Do I get a hint? Um how, what other hint can we give? Um I mean they're are, Wait, it's. First I mean, one. it is pretty conversational. All right, the Wait, number, number five. For five. At number five, we got Cap.
2: Oh,
1: I could have got that. I could have got that. Cap hey, at look. number five.
0: Yeah, Cap another five. So those. Holy words. cow!
1: Yeah, if I didn't get Cap, I'm gonna struggle with this list. Uh, this a, is tough. Yeah. I'm
0: old. I'm hey. old, Sam.
1: Did You give me this list to tell me I'm old.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know what the you... kids are saying. What's number four? You right now, salty. Salty.
1: salty, The the kids are saying salty salty a lot.
0: Yeah. Salty. Okay.
1: Okay. Interesting. Salty. I feel like is. Salty. I feel like is is old, but
0: yeah, these are like super new. Yeah. But
1: but like, I don't feel like people were saying cat back in the day. Like, I feel like salty was around. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that one was around. Okay. So, maybe something's made a bounce back. Do the kids say groovy in 2023?
0: Oh, my gosh. This is not, not a good scene right now. Prayers up for rep Number three is Yeet. With two E's. Mm. Uh, yeet.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeet, your. The kids are saying Yeet more than Cap? Yeah. That
1: feels like Cap.
0: Okay. All right. That's so what you here. <laughs> that's what USA Today is saying you got two I got there's two left here Rem. the most popular ones these are pretty these are really popular people say them all the time they're both three letters
1: three letter. three letter slang words not lit Mm. not cap hmm I guess I don't use kid words that much
0: hmm I think you do Do for this next one yeah I've heard you use it a lot. Probably both, actually. Oh,
1: really? I use this one a Not lot? Not the
0: first one. Not the first one, but second one. The next one, yeah. Next one on the list, yeah. This
1: one I use? Now I don't even know what words I use. Now I don't even know I what
0: I'm it. saying. He said it's done. Uh, number two is bet. Okay,
1: okay. I right, do bet, sure, bet, bet, sure. bet,
0: You know? Bet, bet. All right, you ready for the number one one? What's the number one? Sauce. Sus,
1: uh, that so is people- sus. This list is sus. <laughs> that's terrible.
0: The kids aren't saying sus the most. Yes, they are. So the top five from bottom to top, tap, salty, yeet, bet, and uh, coming in at number one, pause. sus. It's sus. Suspicious. Tap,
1: salty, yeet, bet, and
0: sus? Yeah, that's what the kids are saying. I can see it. I they, feel like they, I they would think say... like teenagers here in high school, like, oh my gosh, it's so sus.
1: No, nah, I feel like it would be bet cap sus. I feel like salty is definitely five. And then what was the other one?
0: Um, bet cap sus. I gotta open it here for a sec. Uh, yeet. Like yeet. Oh, yeet, yeet might be.
1: I feel like it'd be. I feel like the real list should be bet cap sus yeet salty.
0: Okay. All right. Well. I'll let USA Today know. Um, we'll email. The, yeah, hey, they're listening. We know you're listening. Hmm. Um, as for soccer corner, um, just wanted to do a quick check in on Bellingham. Of course, I had all the stats ready, and now they're disappeared. But he's continued to prosper. The team has had a lot of injuries. Um, they've lost, you know, they're probably their second best player. Um, some really good pivotal pieces to injury. um, but it has not stopped the legend, the man, the myth, the legend that is Bellingham, who has been the quickest to score. um, I think he scored the most games in his first here we go. give me a second. We almost got this pulled up uh, to get the exact stats. So he has he has become the first player in the club's history, mind you. this is a pretty old club. Uh, to score in each of his first four European Cup games, um, continental, he's still continuing. He scored 15 goals in 16 games, um, and he he's already scored more than he scored last year. Um, and he's already and he scored, yeah, and he scored more than any other Real Madrid player. And we've had some really great Real Madrid players, so he better just just a little How check many games still this year still compared cooking. to last. Last year he played, he scored 14 goals in 42 games. And this year he scored 15 goals in 16 games. Now he had a totally different <laughs> role at Dortmund. Um, he definitely was not in scoring positions. He's kind of had to carry that team. But yeah, I don't know. His coach is saying, gift for football, but not really a gift for Spanish. He's saying he needs to work on it. Um, oh, so not all sunshine. Somebody get Rose this guy Rosetta Stone. Game. Yeah, Duolingo. I'm telling you, that bird. Babel? Babel needs to hook Bellingham bell- up. Something. Something. Can someone help him up? But, British uh, guy? Yeah, Brit. Do you British. speak
1: Spanish in a British accent?
0: Hello, como esta? I don't know. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's probably horrible. Uh, but, well, it's but obviously
1: bad. It's Spanish in a British accent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then... Um, also in Champions League soccer, Arsenal um, come back to they play Lens, who was the only team they – or was a, probably their worst loss of the season considering it's a like, French team, their worst French – third best French team. Uh, but they beat them 6-0 with six different scores. But that was just a little note. Anyway. um, In one game? Yeah, 6-0 one game. It's six different scores. In soccer, Five you have in to all. ask. Yeah. Um. And last but not least, in Frisbee Corner this weekend, Pan American, uh, Championships down in the Dominican Republic. Good time of year to hold that. And um, yeah, I think that's pretty much just all Pan America. They're they're hosting. They're mixed. Yeah, mixed open men's men's women's mixed masters also so the older people open mixed men's women's mix so uh, just all of uh uh pan america pretty much is in dominican republic for a frisbee right now so they're That's in, happening so they're weekend. in
1: dr i was just gonna look up where they were yeah. at yeah the wfdf 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 world flying disc federation
0: yeah world flying disc they're all there, there we go so i think these are all the club teams there, which is kind of interesting that the Minnesota team's kind of travel in there. I don't know why.
2: They don't
1: yeah, just have like a
0: scores page? I don't know why American teams. Oh, so I think. You said they don't have a what? I'm
1: trying to find like a, a scores or, oh, here we go. Here's a rankings. Should I share a rankings quick?
0: Yeah. there you go US yeah america's just too. a lot yeah it's not even close i'm not sure this is why. like the
1: good old days when america used to kill in basketball
0: yeah Rock i mean Park it's, Park. It's, it's they have to make lists for like everyone else in terms of um yeah what...
1: wait do they do they play
0: can we see so the scores looks... of the games it looks like the best, two best teams from America play in these Pan American games. Um, but it looks like, okay, so at least for mixed, I'm trying to understand it here. Okay, so I think two of the teams that were in the semifinal play in this, play in this tournament. So it's not the two best ones, but it's the two, I don't know, maybe... Quarterfinal teams, but two teams from USA pretty much playing. I think there should be. Here we go. Um, WFDF here. I'll put the link in the chat. All Let's see here. Um, because we only have Saturday left. Just today. Uh, today is Friday. Um, that's interesting. So they don't have. Wait, did the men's teams get knocked out? Let's see here. Are we reporting breaking news right now?
1: Do we have live live update?
0: Live update. Uh, looking at it right Is now. Send a
1: reporter to the Pan Am Games.
0: <laughs> so it remember. looks like the American teams had to take each other out, and then Pony. So Pony actually lost to the Blue Devils, USC. So, and the men's division, the American teams got knocked out uh in the mixed division it's the two american teams against each other and then i think in the women's division uh revolution who i believe is from nearby um are is... you out in the bay yeah i think so let me check i think they're a Colombian team no revolution is the Colombian team um but oh yeah they're in the they're in the final but yeah it's kind of america america is kind of struggling Kind of struggling. The team Pony lost to, though, is in the final. So that is kind of crazy. The two American teams are for men's and women's. The mixed one is in the final. So we'll see tomorrow who wins. Uh, one of them is the Minnesota team. So the best the best team from the Midwest is in the Pan American uh, final. The best mixed team mm. in the Midwest. Best team. I think, in my, my opinion, probably the best team from the Midwest. Yeah, in terms of Frisbee. In Minnesota, Dragon Thrust is. in the Dragon finals. Thrust? Dragon Thrust. That's what they oh. call it. Yeah.
1: My nickname? I didn't know they were using my nickname as a uh,
0: uh, team uh, name in uh, Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, Are there yes. any Iowa
1: guys on the team?
0: Uh, no. No. It is. Yeah. It is definitely <laughs> not quite there, but yeah. Having fun in, um, yeah, it is. Revolution is from Columbia. Shout out Medellin, head uh hometown of is it Pablo? Is it one. Okay. Anywho, oh, let's go to a...
1: Alan in the Dominican Republic. Alan,
0: <laughs> Alan, oh, looks like connection's not working with Alan. Oh. It needs to... uh, it. I think Alan. Yeah, Alan will have a we'll report live from
1: the Pan Am Games next week.
0: <laughs> they can give you a live broadcast. Um. But yeah, that should be about it for the pod. Make sure you check out the YouTube. Make sure you check out the Spotify, All wherever you get your podcasts. Um, don't come at us for our rap. And uh, yeah, I know a lot of people watch the decent um, 20, 10, 20 minute clips on YouTube. So keep up the good work, Ram. I know he's hard at work editing. And uh, yeah, well, we'll talk to you guys later.